You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
back, baby. Uh, we're back. We're back stronger than ever. I've given you lives. Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Man, tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody Didius. welcome to the program episode 3311 of the award-winning podcast never not funny welcome you in on a day after daylight saving time where we we, we fall back an hour spring forward fall back garrett you know how to go it uh we welcome you guys in on a day that uh i'm gonna say matt belknap had the same situation um yeah, you left your house thinking maybe it was a little chillier than it was. Mm, I was wishing it would be chillier. I was, this was like an aspirational shirt choice. Um, I mean, it's November 6th. Yeah. Uh, so it's November. One mm-hmm. would say that's fall. Yeah. But uh, so I wore a long pant and then I walked uh, from my door to my car and I'm closer to the beach than you. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the valley. Right. And I went, should have worn shorts. It's uh, it's 80 something degrees outside. Yeah. It's very, very warm. And uh, with the time change, it just is is warmer earlier because it's an hour. It's noon. It's yeah. basically noon right now. Yeah. Noon. No, guess that's my impression of who. I'll do it again for you. Noon. Ready? Oh, I, mean, I mean, not ready. I mean, I will yeah. know it when you say <laughs> it, but I can't. Noon. It's not it's not perfect, but it's not bad. I, I do know, but I don't know. Like, I, I it's going to drive me crazy. But it, the first thing I thought was um, the guy from. Uh, uh, match game. Why am I not? Oh. It is not him. It's not. It is not Charles Nelson Riley. Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? You're not far off as far as energies go. Or uh, I used to do this at Largo. By the way, I would say, "Here's my, here's a list of uh, one word impressions," and this would be one of them. And, oh, you've been uh, doing it this long, twenty five years. I've been doing this, um, and then I stopped doing it at Largo because I believe Blaine or Dana do an impression of this guy, and like at length. Uh, it might be Dana. Noon. Noon. God, I can't pull it. I can't pull it. I, Garen doesn't even want to pipe in. I can't. Good. I, I've had sounds... enough of his shit today. <laughs> it's, yeah? it's dinging something, but I can't. Of all the people in the room, you're the one that should get it soonest. <sighs> Although that's not true. That's not true. I mean, there's a reason why one would think Matt would. I'm, I'm sorry, that Garen would. Because he's gay. Uh, no, no. Well, uh, you know what? I don't know. That I, I believe oh. this gentleman might be. Is it? Is it uh, uh, yes. Vincent Price? It's Vincent Price. Oh. Uh, Okay. It used to be better. I've lost as I've gotten older. I've lost it, but it used to be. I'll, I'll say it. It was spot on early in my in my early days at the at the Largo. Uh, I would do it, and people would guess it. That was the thing I would do. I would do the one word impressions, and not only would uh, people guess, they would laugh and enjoy it. So, oh, so you didn't say here's my one word impression of Vincent Price and do it. You would say guess who this is. I would say uh, here's one. Noon. Who is it? And somebody goes, it's Vincent Price. I go, it's Vincent Price. Nobody would laugh. Huh. Then I go on to the next one. I and, and I to tell you the truth, I can't remember who the next one. It was uh, who the uh, who the other ones were. Um, that completely inverts the logic of most impressions because usually the way that a the way that a comedian gets a laugh with an impression, they say, "Here's what I'm going to do," and then they do it, and people re- go, "Yes, that is what I. That yeah. is accurate." And but you did not do that, and you still got a laugh. I would get laughs. Left. It, it was it was when Largo was. At the peak of its power, yeah, and um, it was like a little club, and you can get away. It was every, everybody had the same references, so it was like, yeah, we know what you're doing here. I once said this on stage at Largo, and 
I'll, I'll, I'll make it. This was not the band I was wearing, but I will. I'll say this. I'll go, uh, yes, I'm wearing a fog hat shirt and a not, and I'm not doing it ironically. <laughs> 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 they went fucking crazy. And it was like, I, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't say anything. So, so do they think you were making fun of them? Dude, I, I just don't. Or, or that you were no, actually make, being, sarc- you're you're being sarcastic fun of yourself about I being. Basically there. making fun of myself, but. But there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's no laugh clap, you know, laugh clap response to that. I think the the idea is that to that crowd, nothing Mm. is more absurd than someone actually liking Foghat. Look, that was probably it could have been a twisted. Again, the band doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. but it was that it was basically right. I'm wearing something all of you assholes would buy ironically, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sincerely. Right. So maybe you're making fun of both groups. You're making fun of yourself and them. Either way, you got laughter and applause. You're inviting them to laugh at your expense while you internally are laughing at them. (laughs) For being a fucking sheep. They were all sheep. Oh, my God. All sheep just waiting for Sarah Silverman to come on stage. That's all they were. (laughs) It's fucking sheep. Uh, We welcome you in. That's the bottom line. We welcome you into the award-winning program of uh, Never Not Funny. And uh, Subtoberfest is officially over since our last conversation. And Mm -hmm. uh, I guess we got to 40% is what we ended up uh, Yeah. I, That's I a mean, win. The the chart. I, I didn't know if we did. That, but I know the number of people, but I didn't do the math on what the percentage was because the chart. I mean, it, it looks like forty, but it's you're, we're eyeballing it if we're just no, going by could, the chart. Could be thirty nine. Yeah, but uh, I'd like to say forty because uh, that yeah. sounds better than thirty. I love certainly. I love forty. Yeah, we'll take forty. You, like, you drink your forty ounces. I'm I'm yeah. gonna say forty four. Forty four percent. Oh wow. Yeah, I love that even more. That should go over that That's, line. That's then. the Obama. Maybe it kind of did. I don't know. I hear what you're saying, but I'm more of a 45, 47 guy. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, who? I, I, are you following any of that today? Him at the in court today? His meltdown? No, I, I just I knew he was testifying today, but I didn't he hear the. Is uh, just being a full on lunatic, uh-huh. ranting, pointing at the judge, yelling at the judge. Oh my god! You don't know me. You you called me a fraud. You don't know me. God. Um, Here, here's the thing. Yeah. So when when uh, when my dad had to be essentially committed, we had to go into court to prove that he could not take care of himself, and that is basically what he did. <laughs> oh. He he yelled at the people, telling them that they don't know they don't know him. Blah blah blah. He pointed at the judge. He pointed at the public defender or whatever the I mean that the um the the, the attorney for the state mm-hmm. uh, prosecutor. The pro- in that it seems strong. It seems strong case, though. Yeah, it's not a, it's city not a attorney. Case. Let's call him right. Uh, he pointed at his wife. Like it was a it was a shit show. Did he point at you? Um, hey, you he, got off. This is the no. one time you got off. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> yeah. Elliot comes yeah. out. The only person I love here is my son Elliot. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> Who's that one? Him. <laughs> oh shit! He did. Oh point damn it! it. <laughs> no, because I think I, w- I was at that point. I was still trying to figure out, you know. And also, my sister and I were trying to like have him live in a house rather than in a place, which we were wrong. But um, we were we hearts were in the right place. Mm. And so yeah, that's what it sounded like. Exactly what you just described. Mm. I think that. Uh, Trump has been senile for at least six years. You know, you are not alone. In fact, some experts today on online after after his performance today is and, and again, they're all very clear that he is doing a performance for his base mm-hmm. and that it's all political. It's all political. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and he does not want to lose the, his Trump name, the, mm-hmm. the, quote unquote, his good name, uh, which is, he would lose. if he, It's know. worth several hundred thousand dollars if you just put it on something. <laughs> That's what uh, apparently. Uh, so anyway, he, they uh, these experts are saying that. Um, uh, that it would be a good call for the uh, 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 the attorney general to um, uh, have him tested to see if he is even qualified to be um, on trial. On trial, yeah. <laughs> that he's what, what, what's the phrase? Please help me with the phrase. Uh, competent. 
uh, for trial fit yeah it's a, there's a word that is escaping me i thought confident I, sounded pretty good then is yeah confident that he's what what do they say where he's make sure you're not mentally unstable and you could stand trial that he's fit to stand trial. That's yeah. basically that. That he's mentally competent to stand trial. So they're saying that they're suggesting that a smart move on her part would be to do that now uh, to show that he's. Well, no, no, my apologies. Not her. His attorney would be good to show that he's not because. Oh. To the. Uh oh. He really fucked up. Well, then he can't be found in contempt. That's what it is. That uh, Yes, that's what it was. My apologies. I got the little uh, uh, conflated. So the experts were saying they should now say. We're going to have him tested to see if he's fit for... Wouldn't he then fire them all? <laughs> he, yes, he wouldn't stand for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it would never ultimate, happen. There's the ultimate a, insult. To him. They're saying that, like, that's the only way possibly for them to say, because he's basically, he, he lost today. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, he already lost. He was found, you know, liable of fraud. But now it's a matter of, you know, how much he's going to have to pay and what, the, what's he going to lose. I got to go back to the premise that uh, when you're accused of fraud by someone, the response being, you don't know me. I don't need to know someone to know that they committed fraud. Like, <laughs> right. I don't That's, know. I don't right. know that. What's the what was the well, pyramid the fu- scheme guy? Uh, Ponzi? No, no. The, oh, what the fuck more recent name? guy. Uh, For some reason, I just oh. want to say Epstein, but it's not. No, Epstein. no, no. no it's, uh, the guy, the New York guy. Yeah. Well, welcome to four men trying to think Bernie of Bernie Madoff. Madoff. Bernie Madoff. Madoff. Yeah. yeah, like I didn't know Bernie Madoff, but I know he defrauded people. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, right. Uh, the evidence is there. Like, well, that's the funny part about Trump is like he, you know, he makes everything. Pr- it's, it's he, you know, it's he was found guilty of fraud. Right. Nobody said this. Judge never said you are a fraud. Right. He said you're found <laughs> guilty of fraud, mm-hmm. and he, you called me a fraud. It's like, well, I guess one could argue. Okay, yeah, <laughs> six of one half does the other. Six of one, but that's not. Right, but this is a legal proceeding. We're not like it's not a personal attack. It's just a this, and, this the way yeah. the law works. And even works. though he committed fraud, I would say the from what I understand from people from New York who have been aware of Donald Trump or even met him, like I don't think any of this is a surprise to them. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody in New York. And I, I don't think he would have like said otherwise. I think he would have bragged. Yeah, I did this for insurance and this for taxes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he is not a fraud. Because everybody knows that that's what he is, and he like right. this is how he is. You're right. He committed fraud. He committed fraud. Mm-hmm. It's just that his his honest choices, right, from his perspective, were he, illegal. He thinks it's very clever and slick to operate yeah. that. Why way. Why would you want to pay taxes? And why wouldn't he? He has he's gotten away with it for forty five. Well, or 50 let, years. Let's, let's go back to the, what we said way in 2016. He would still be getting away with it, but the the yeah. dickhead chose to run for president. Right. Yep. Yeah. He, he would still. Yeah, Absolutely. nobody would care. He would still be the great Donald Trump, and he is to a certain amount of yeah. you know hillbilly morons. But mm-hmm. although uh, the 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 NBC thing was untenable, like they were already like we can't have this guy ranting and raving about the president, about then President Obama. Right, uh, but he he would have found some place. But he would have found. Oh yeah, else. for sure, yeah. for sure. Oh, he would have landed at Fox News, and he would have been their most popular guy. Like, he, he, you know what he could have been is he could have been a slightly successful comedy show. <laughs> What? Like yeah, it, I mean, because he wants to be a comedian. We all know this. Oh, he could be. On, he could be instead of uh, uh, Greg Gutfeld. Gutfeld. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could have been Trump. And because, quite frankly, people would have watched that because every now and then he does step into the bucket of funny. Yeah. So if if more he, than Gutfeld does, quite frankly, <laughs> if he did like a Howard Stern type show, he would have he would have been fine. He would have just done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fucked up by running for president. He really in, did in, in every regard. He, he's got to regret it, right? No, because so. he loves he loves the stature that it gave him. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't. If he regretted it, I don't think he would be fighting so hard for. Well, I guess he's doing it now to try to avoid going to jail. That's basically what right. And doing. and so. he doesn't like to think of himself as a failure, so he wouldn't. Right. Which he, is ironic because he's, he's nothing. I mean, nothing he has but. failed at almost everything. Yeah. Like I mean, it, it's just. I know it's cliche at this point, but you know the the, the Trump University, the stakes, like everything failed. Yeah. Like how do you then not go? No, I'm doing great. He, he well, his, he's fine. His presidency failed, even though he won the presidency. Mm-hmm. It, that's maybe a slightly debatable too, but he did win the office and then was terrible at it and then was voted out so that ended up being a failure in his mind number one he didn't lose right but also in his mind like he met kim jong uh ill right right he met vladimir he's the only man to step into yeah like he he met vladimir putin and he was very very enjoyed his time with Mm -hmm. with vladimir so so from his perspective he can very easily push out any failures that he did he also got to talk about bleach in your blood for covid i mean nobody stopped him yeah Again, go back to, I've said it a million times, you go back to that. If he just would have said, wear a mask, we're America, we're going to beat this, he'd be, they would build a fucking fifth head on Mount Rushmore. He would have, well, well, he would have been a hero. The he could have closed the borders. He, that's the one thing he really wanted to do, and that's the one time he could have done it, yeah. is he could have fucking closed the borders, he, and nobody, people would have been like, are we sure? But they would have been, yeah, okay. Because it was him, people would have been like, yikes, dude, this is yeah, ridiculous. But it's. He could have gotten away with it. Yeah. He, the, the other, I think, irony is that he, uh, the the one <laughs> thing that he did preside over that was relatively successful, successful was the. Uh, accelerated launch of the vaccine sure. and he can't take credit for it because his lunatic supporters don't <laughs> want it. it. Right. right. And he's even said that publicly. He's like, ah, my people don't like it so much. <laughs> but like it, 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 he fucking was the president when they did that. And, and he didn't he didn't get in the way. Right. And he was on his way to taking credit for it until what, you, right. what you're talking yeah, about. Until they all decided that uh, the man's not going to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, there we go. There's political moments with four dudes. Gearing uh, up for 2024, guys. We're getting ready. So, uh, what if we, thanks what for taking all new subscribers. What if we just make a pact right now? What if we don't talk about him for all of 2024? Oh, God. How is that going to be possible? I think it's going to be possible. I know, but I it think would, it's going to be possible. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe, maybe we do a separate like 15-minute mini-sode where we talk about it and we don't include it in the main we one. We talked about that and that. We talk about our lives on this show. That's, sure. that's what happens. And that, well, I'm, I'm proposing let's take him out of our lives. <laughs> that's a choice. Good luck to that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Good luck to that. I've I've done my best to not have him be a part of my life. And nope. it was, it's been, I mean, the last couple of years has been okay. And now it's obviously a I harder. play with my family the Trump board game every Sunday. Yeah, I know. So it's hard for me to get out of my life. <laughs> you just love those gold It's a great game. Win. It's a great game. Yeah. We had a, uh, over the weekend, we did have a nice time. My son and I went to see Kiss at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, here's what happened. So we, we get there, uh, the uh, you know you park at hollywood highland you walk up that hill Mm -hmm. so on and so forth the weather was was actually perfect um not too hot not too cold and then uh then 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 the walk once you get you think you think you're at the hollywood bowl but you're not (laughs) you're at the gate and then you still have to walk another quarter mile another quarter mile and then that quarter mile was just a log jam of people Mm -hmm. so that took more time and then anyway we get inside we get our popping corn we both we both had uh, uh uh eyes are bigger than our tum-tums uh <laughs> we both uh bought large we both got a large tub of popcorn and uh we could have either gotten just one or a couple of smalls mm-hmm. but it was a dollar more i think to get the large or something so it was like classic upsell why not get the large and then you, you, you eat um also it was gonna be our our snack for the night mm-hmm. um but so we get that and it's about eight 
15. And I had heard two stories, two versions that they were either going to go on at 850 uh, or 830. And so we're going to our seats and our seats were okay. They were way off to the to the left uh, stage right, but uh, way over to the side. I think that's I've decided that's where you want to be because the snack thing on that side is way less crowded than the one on the oh, 100%. The, the near side with the one you reach first uh but we were in what they call obstructed view oh okay mm. and i bought the seats when i bought them i went i've seen them a million times and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay four hundred dollars a ticket i'm gonna buy what i perceive to be the best seat available at this price point mm-hmm. and it was there and i was like so what if it's a little obstructed so fucking what so we're walking to our seats and friend of the show brendan smith is there with uh, Richard Sheltinga and uh, Ahmet Zappa and uh, Brendan's girlfriend, Julia. Mm-hmm. And we're walking to our seats and I see Brendan. I go, Brendan. And he goes, oh, hey. And, he, and by the way, he's walking. He's looking frantic. <laughs> and he looked, he's looking for, and I go, I go, uh, uh, I go, uh, you know, um, uh, Brendan. And he goes, oh, hey, hey we, hey, we just went to your seats. We're looking for you. Uh, you want to sit with us? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, uh, Richard and Amit uh, ended up getting better seats, so now we have two seats with us. Holy shit. Uh, amazing fucking seats. Oh, my God. Uh, we're dream. three sections up. Oh, my God. Center. Yeah. And like like crazy upgrade. Ridiculous. Like crazy. Yeah. Like, like, like you're walking past and they go, uh, and the Honda good folks, you know, the good <laughs> yeah, are yeah, there yeah. and go, you, hey, you want two better seats? Right. Here you go. And they walk us in with their Honda shirts. Mm-hmm. Those type of seats. Awesome. Nice. And it was like, holy shit. So I had to run to the bathroom at one point. So for the fun of it, I ran to, uh, on the way, I stopped at our seats that mm-hmm. I would have had. Mm-hmm. And just like thank, thank Christ, <laughs> thank Christ, they had this extra, these extra yeah. two seats. Uh, it would have been fine. You would have probably ended up watching. Was it right below that screen or near that screen? But it would have been like like you'd have to look straight up. Yeah, and because that's what's blocking. Right, right. Uh, anyhow, the show was. Um, it just was fantastic. It really was. Uh, Paul Stanley didn't sound his best, but he sounded great. You know, great. Mm-hmm. Um, he had nonsense to say which is always a joy <laughs> yeah. but he was the nonsense wasn't as much because most of his stage patter was about how grateful they were for us and for the fans and for all of the years of success mm-hmm. and they couldn't have done it without us so it was it was mostly that mm-hmm. and um uh, but there was one that boy oliver he just could not stop laughing at because it was insane um but my my main takeaway from the show is that they're sincere that they're going to be that this is the last tour they're sincere about it and i think by based on and again this is just anecdotal of what i saw friday night i don't think gene simmons can handle it oh i think that is the i think paul will continue going on Hmm. uh whether his voice is hit or miss or not i think he would continue it looked to me like gene is his age yeah and there were times where uh Tommy, who's in the Ace Fraley Space Ace makeup, mm-hmm. Tommy and Paul would do these guitar jams that are not part of the set list. Like mm-hmm. they just would, you know, you know, I jam, then he jams back mm-hmm. and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, by the way, I will say, unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I mean, just absolutely horrible. Like absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Um, like I turned, I turned to uh, to Brendan and I said, you know, 
I've loved these guys since I was a kid. I go, but that, but that was just noise, right? <laughs> and Brendan's like, I'm thinking the same thing. That was horror. And then Richard Saltiga texts me and goes, this is the worst guitar solo ever, right? <laughs> it was awful. And they did it a couple of times. And each time they did that, Gene left the stage. Oh. And the first time I was like, I said to Oliver's like, hey, what happened to Gene? I said, oh, I bet she's getting ready for God of Thunder because God of Thunder is where he spits the blood. Mm-hmm. And so I, oh, I bet she's going to get the, you know, the, the pellet or whatever capsules, the fuck he yeah. used, the capsules. He's going to get that. And nope, that was not the next song. And then the next time was like, nope, that's not the next song. So he just, I, look, I don't know if it's because he's wearing 30 pounds of horseshit mm-hmm. costume mm-hmm. and he needs to go and sit down. I don't know what it is, but it appeared to me like he is slowing down and that would mm-hmm. be the um interesting i i do get the impression that of the group gene is the one who's who's like vetoes or or says no we're gonna do this like he he has that energy he is as i've said before you see a photograph of paul stanley and his family you go look at that great family and you see a a photograph of gene simmons his family you're like oh who's the family with their manager (laughs) (laughs) because it looks like it looks like he's you know presiding over them yeah right Uh, um we know from that horseshit reality show that there's nothing about love in that family with the Simmonses. we you know with his kids and there's mm-hmm. nothing but love and admiration there for okay. you know around but on the surface it looks like he's just an asshole yeah and um well and also and also in the words that he often says this is also proof that uh he might be an asshole uh that is correct yeah um uh, so anyway it was a uh that all that said it was great uh, uh, Gene Simmons did yell as he went into I think I love it loud he did uh, it could have been war machine uh, either one he went he did say um, uh, all right let's get this let's get uh, let's get uh, let's get this place place crazy and I'm talking to you sucker <laughs> points it right just at some guy <laughs> who probably was some rich white hipster in the front <laughs> and then he goes uh, uh, come on let's go you motherfuckers and it was like this is the same Gene Simmons that got mad at Ace and Peter for being tipsy on a talk show back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So, like, for him to let that language go on stage. Wow. It's just been building up for 40 years. Yeah. It, uh, so, anyway, it was great. Uh, I will say at the end, when Paul did his, when they came out for their final bow, uh, that I did get a little emotional. And mm-hmm. it was just like, you know, if all of my bands start doing these goodbye tours <laughs> and they're saying, this is our last time here, thank you for everything, goodbye. You know, I've been listening to them for 40-something years. Yeah. And same with Chicago. And, you know, there's other bands. But, you know, those are the two that I really, really, you know, maybe Sticks and R.O.S. wagon, But Kiss and Chicago are the ones that I have this just emotional attachment to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the biggest Kiss fan anymore by any means. Right. But but it still resonates. It still resonates. From and, your uh, childhood. And what, from, it's it, you know, you know, at one point there was... There was, just like you and Paul Abdul, you could not see one speck of wall because it was covered (laughs) with kiss posters or photographs or, or, you know, from 16 Magazine or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And here we are all these years later and them saying thank you. And uh, and Richard Sheltinga said the same thing, that he also got a little bit emotional. And Mm -hmm. it's hard for, I I think it's hard for guys uh, my age group to not. Yeah. Who were into them. I I know there was folks that weren't. Well, yeah, there's either, you know, sometimes bands just go away with no fanfare and you're like, Oh, that's too bad. I used to like them, but the ones that are successful enough, either, either you outgrow them or you just, it's just a part of your life for the, for the majority of your life. I mean, it's, it's, it's what is of the, of the 57 years you've been on earth. It's been 40 something of those 57 years. Right. I mean, 
that you've been listening to them and going to see them well, in wait concert. So let, wait, let, let's do I think it's 45 years, actually, because oh, wow. if I started listening to them in 1976 is when mm. I discovered them. I know that their first, mm. uh, you know, they're 73, 74. But I yeah. think I started listening in 76 with uh, Rock and Roll Over. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's 76. I'm 10. Yep. So that's so 47 40, years. 47 of your 40, 57 years. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of them. Yes, that's most of the years of your life. Yeah, and and I was thinking about this the other day too. I've only, I think the Hot in the Shade tour is the only tour I missed. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen them, and I thought this was weird, and I think you'll agree with me. Paul Stanley said, uh, you know, we just realized that this is our 26th time playing in Los Angeles. That's it? Doesn't that seem low? <laughs> that seems way low. <laughs> what the fuck? Doesn't it? Like, I thought he was going to say the Hollywood Bowl at the end of that and go, yeah, no, yeah. I think you're full of shit. You've yeah. not played this place 26 times. That's too, yeah. There's no way it's that low, right? I mean. In 50 years? It doesn't make any. Well, I guess if they averaged if they averaged a tour every two years, because there were definitely, obviously, there was a huge chunk of time in the 80s to the 90s that they weren't touring at all. Or they maybe were doing no makeup type or, stuff. Or... Uh, you're right, like every other year. Yeah. You know, so you're right. Every other year is 26 times. Yeah, right. On average. On average. Because then there were years where they were coming here every year. I, I would assume in the 70s they would have played here multiple times in a year. One would think, right? Right? I mean. Yes. Or then I, but also like when they came and they did, uh, uh, it wasn't the, re- yes, it was the reunion. They did two nights at the Forum. So there's two in one year. Maybe he's not counting nights or, or like stands. He's just counting times. Like right, because you're, to your point, 1977, I believe it was, it was four nights at the Forum. Right. So there are six right there. Right. Dodger Stadium, seven. The show I just saw is eight. And you're telling me there's only, you know, 18 more? Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so, uh, But I, they also maybe were more of a, a Midwest East Coast band, you know, they, for they, a lot they, of them. No, they're here. They're, well, that's true. I just mean where that where their fan base was yeah. rooted. I don't know. I'm just guessing because I wasn't like paying attention or aware of them. But well, you know, Eddie Trunk makes this point all the time, and it's one of the things that I could tolerate of him these days. Uh, is Van Halen was did okay in the Midwest on the East Coast, but they were huge out here. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sammy Hagar had no presence at all on the West Coast, right. but was huge in the Midwest and the East. Yeah. Uh, Which might explain why so many people were angry when he became the lead singer of Van Halen, because the 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 West Coast fans of Van Halen were like, not only am I mad that the guy I love left Van Halen, I don't even know who the fuck this guy yeah, is. Who's this guy? <laughs> this, this is the and at the time it was he was over. I can't drive fifty five more than his Montrose years. Yeah, but it was like, and then I got this cartoon. Right, like it just By the doesn't. Way, David Lee Roth was a cartoon, <laughs> but, you know. But it, but like it was a clash of sensibilities in some ways. I mean, uh, that's I mean that's well documented that yeah. he brought in an era of balladeering that people were not that comfortable with i and loved it i did too actually, I actually i kind I, of like those i like dreams and you and me you and me both brother i kind of like them better yeah, than it's, hard, it's hard to say that a lot without john quaintance <laughs> wanting to punch me in the face but i never uh, had a connection to the other stuff i mean like i hear it and i'm like yeah that's cool but like i didn't care about it i wasn't old enough to be like but i also think living here now for 20 something years i have it has dawned on me that there is an aura of like Van Halen's our band yeah. and like it's it's way it's it's in the same way that you hear Oingo Boingo here Those way more than you hear any you don't you never hear Oingo Boingo in New York like uh, yeah. I never heard it in Chicago maybe a little bit like a couple of things maybe charted but like you don't hear it on the radio now whereas here they still play it yes they do and uh and so there's certain things like that I think no doubt was internationally humongous but I do think they were 
way bigger here than anywhere else. And that's I was here when they when they broke. Bi- yeah. well, no, I was. I think I was still in Boston when their first album came. Aerosmith bigger on the East Coast. Yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, you know, uh, there's other bands that you don't know. The Drama Rama was huge here, mm-hmm. never anywhere else. The Michael Stanley Band was huge in the Midwest. Nobody else knows who they. But they, I mean, I don't know and I'm is. talking stadiums, right? right. Where if, and if they came here. They, you know, they probably open for somebody. And I actually think that's, I I think that's a good thing. I think you know maybe we've lost a little of that with uh, the internet and with just those things being uh, like more corporatized and in, in entertainment than they used to be. It's like they're, they're when things break, they kind of either break everywhere or kind of very niche. Yeah, and it's not really regional as much as just like randos finding their thing that they like. But uh, I. It's kind of cool that you could like make a map of America and like here's, you know, here are the territories. This is Van yeah. Halen territory, and this is you know Texas is belongs to ZZ Top. Like that's their. It's got to be ZZ Top down there. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, our guest is here. Yeah, you uh, arrived early. What? Uh, I was just going to say I started with the process of trying to figure out how often Kiss played in Los Angeles, and yes. one thing I noticed is like they played Irvine, but didn't play Los Angeles at least once. So maybe they were in the region. But yeah. didn't count that as Los Angeles. Oh well, if that's what they're doing, that's stupid. Because <laughs> Irvine, we all drove down to see that show, mm-hmm. so it's uh, you know my that's where I was white trash and brought my son, my seven year old son, I remember that uh, to see that show. And uh, but I will say one last thing before we take a break is that um, Oliver loved the two. Okay. Oliver the you know he got a he, he likes them, mm-hmm. doesn't love them in any way, shape, or form. But the show was so great. That it was hard for him not to even go, get caught up in the joy of it and and the fun and were there uh, fireworks off the roof? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they did a uh, the Hollywood Bowl's words, not mine. A mini fireworks display mm-hmm. at the end of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was great. There was a you know a thank you thing on the screen, mm-hmm. uh, thank you from Kiss for all the years, and then the fireworks, and uh, it was great. One last question. Yeah. I know we're getting our guest in here. What uh, you were a little concerned about the set list going in? Yeah. How'd you feel about it? Uh, I I think they could have. This was it was not that different from their last tour, mm-hmm. and I think that they could have thrown in a couple different things, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it's the last tour. Yeah. Um, but also, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? They did they did something from each era, which is important. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they represented. Yeah. You know, fuck, it's hard not to get into shout it out loud and rock and roll all night. And, you know, if it's the last one, you you ha- absolutely have to play those big ones. But it's just what else you do is the question. Man, I'm getting a call from Sri Lanka. This has to be important. <laughs> OK, <laughs> let's take that break. then. All right, let's take a break so I can talk to Sri Lanka. Rob Riggle right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough, funny Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your 
your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners, know that you love the. I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So. Just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – you're at the – Wild animal vet? No, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 3311. Rob's already got his uh, hand, his, he's ready to write. Uh, Rob, you got a lot of time before that's going to happen. I'm, I'm shooting the cuffs here. You see the, the old... Yeah, I see what you're doing. You're old, doing the great Art, uh, yeah. art Curry. Thank you. Um, you got time on that. Yeah, we explained the trivia game, and then I think that made it seem like we were about to do well, it. I felt like, that, like you guys were, lo- it was, yeah. you guys were loaded it up, right? so I was like, okay, it's, we're in. The, we're in. The, we're in. No, now. you got time on that. You got, oh, okay. you got uh, plenty of time. Rob Riggle is here. Rob, uh, who luckily said the same thing I was going to say, or not luckily, but just coincidentally, when you walked in, you said, uh, it's about time. Yeah. You should have been here 10 years ago. Easy 10. But this Easy is on 10. you. Yeah. <laughs> or your publicists are dickheads it's, that it's, keep it's, a tight it's, leash. It's on me and my publicist and you. Oh, and a little bit me? Society. Certainly. <laughs> the street. Everything. <laughs> well, more park. The yeah. More park had a lot to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, you're right. Uh, because you have been gracious enough to reach out a couple times in the past. And I've always wanted to. It's just, it always comes down to scheduling, scheduling, scheduling. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, life is life is tricky like that with scheduling. 
gets in the way. Thanks, Gramps. <laughs> <laughs> you got some time? I'd like to talk no, about I, it. No, we understand scheduling. Thank you. Uh, we've reached out in the past. First of all, years and years and years ago, because we would see each other at the UCB. Yeah. And let's make it happen. Yeah. And then uh, now you've got some podcasts like everybody else in the goddamn world to promote. So now <laughs> we can do it's a strike, man. Everybody's yeah. loading up. Great, great. Wriggles Actually, picks. I had Done. I had Wriggles picks though. For it ran for three years, and then COVID hit, and my co-host Saratiana was pregnant. She popped. I got divorced. COVID hit. We put it on ice. Okay. Three years later, we're bringing it back. Sarah and Sarah's back with you? No. <laughs> you cut her with loose. her no with her blessing though because mm. she's doing other things she's 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 got, she's cooking with gas man she's got so many projects yeah. going right now so she's she's podcast deep. So she was like, "Go forth and do good things." So I was okay, like, beautiful. So, so who'd you who'd you get? Who's who's in the Tiana shoes? Uh, 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 Darren Leader, uh, one of the most amazing drummers and a uh, very funny guy, a uh, uh, great musician and uh, a great hang. All right, now I want to tell you three things I don't like about that sentence. <laughs> I don't like great hang. I don't like that phrase at all. You're, what? You're, you're a grown man, dude. Come on, but uh, you're grown that's man. dope. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's keen. I do agree with that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm an old man who loves... We just talked about Kiss for 20 minutes. So I, oh, I'm a classic rock guy. What band is this should I'm going to drum for? Or is he just like a renowned... Is he like Buddy Rich? He's a, he's a Buddy Rich. He's a renowned drummer. Is that true? Yes. Darren Leader. Yes, Darren Leader. And... Uh, Congas or the full set? <laughs> a full set. This guy does like a Neil Peart thing. He's got oh, the whole, he's got the, the... There's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. He can even do the police riffs. Oh. Who's that guy? Oh, boy. Uh, that's Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland. He can do those kind of off, offbeat, you know, yeah. one-off yeah, things. Weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if he could do that... That's what I'm can saying. Can you get him on the phone and get him here quickly? Because I'd rather be talking to him about the uh, 3-4 beat. <laughs> I, I keep a pretty snappy beat You're myself. Not bad? Oh, You're no. Good. Air drums? Nobody does it like I do. I can even, I can even do... Uh, you know, a little Neil Peart air drums. Tom Sawyer. Da, 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 da. I even know the... Da, 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 da. I can... Come on, forget about it. <laughs> I will tell you this. We, we were behind a gentleman who was uh, my son and I. My son is 16 years old. We were driving to the Kiss concert on Friday, mm -hmm. and a gentleman had the license plate TMSYR, and I said, uh, looks like we got a Twain fan in front of us, and Oliver said, or a Rush fan, and I went, that's my boy. There that's you him. go. He gets it. He likes the prog See, rock. See, I... When I drive, my, my boy's 15, and he doesn't drive yet, so I still drive him to school. And when I do, it's my time to educate him on music. Okay. Which he resisted for a long time and now has embraced. So lately, we've been getting the let out, and he loves it. He loves the zap. He loves it. Mm -hmm. Are you a classic rock guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm a child of the 80s, so, yeah. you know... Uh, all those metal bands of the 80s and, and metal in general and, and that version of metal not Norwegian death metal right but the hair kind of metal and mm -hmm. even I don't even want to call it hair metal just I don't know what you hard call it. classic classic yeah. Rock. yeah where did you grow up Kansas City all right, so you're, oh, that's true. You guys do that the softball game that they refuse yeah. to invite me to. <laughs> it's not the personal. But, but fucking the, the Sam, what's his name? He's been on the show. The, oh, show, Levine. Show, Sam Levine can show up every fucking time? <laughs> you know what? Uh, Sam. Prince and Geeks was 50 fucking years ago. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. Not batting Sam Levine. Oh, who's that? we doing a favor for a, a Make-A-Wish game? He was in Glorious Bastards. He, he was, oh, he, that's he was right. one of the Glorious, Glorious Bastards. He was yeah. one of the Bastards. All right, yeah. so he gets another at -back. And he's been very loyal. The, uh, this, I know. I'm this will be 15 years coming up, and he's been to all 15. Is that right? Yeah, he's the only one. The only one. What about Sudeikis? Doesn't he do? He's them all? missed. He's missed too. What about Rudd? He's been. He's been. But we're the hosts, okay. so we're supposed to be there. <laughs> Even the host hasn't been as many times as Sam. Wow. Has. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. so. again, Sam's got nothing else. <laughs> That's all he has. <laughs>
the opportunity to go out there, put his little costume on. <laughs> I'm a ball player today, Daddy. Oh, and then his dad looks at his teeth and gives him a filling. <laughs> He's that's the only guy I ever saw. He slid into first one year. What did I say about my point? <laughs> he slid in first. But he did it so awkwardly. I, I think what happened was he wasn't intentionally trying to slide. Uh, he just lo- he got over his, over the top of his feet, right? right. And lost his balance. But he So he went head first. He didn't mean to. He just lost his balance okay. r- running so hard. Yeah. But I've ne- it's on film. His back bent upward you know like his legs went yeah. up as he's on i've never seen anybody fold in half like that I, I don't know how he survived i swear to god it was the most awkward terrible fall i ever oh, saw no. yeah but he bounced back up and was he safe though that's he, oh. he was safe he, he better okay. have been after that yeah you fold yeah. in half you but better. only because the first baseman dropped it <laughs> oh, okay. oh there, there was an error i think there was an error Who was laughing so hard day? Yeah, it had to be like Pollock or somebody. Somebody was probably looking out for him. Oh, Pollock's his little protector. Yeah, he's got his little. Uh, he does his Columbo and then says, "Leave Sam Levine alone." Uh, I just saw Kevin Pollock. He's a, I enjoy him. Yeah, he uh, so he's amazing. He, but you're from Kansas City. This will this will kind yes. of answer a question, and I'm not going to lead you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And you're a, and you're a child of the '80s, like me. Yes. You love and you love, love hard it. rock, like I do. First concert, I can tell you my first concert. Okay, and then, and, and, I'll, make, and then I'll make it quick. And then I have a question, yes. which is it's a scientific question. Okay, but I think your first concert might uh, mm-hmm. give us the answer. Kansas City Municipal Auditorium, Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil, opening for Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. Bark at the Moon. I was at that tour. There we go. That was my first concert ever. That was your first. And I was terrified. <laughs> well, who are you scared of? Uh, Ozzy? No, I was terrified of the the, the audience. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm a suburban kid. I rolled out of Municipal. Auditorium. I get dropped off by my, you know, my my dad. It's me and my buddy, and we're terrified. We we go in there, and there's all these just long haired, you know, leather wearing, you know, big monster badasses. Right. And so we get our tickets, and we're like, excuse me, I believe that's my seat, sir. And, you know, we're trying to get in. And right. We get our seats, and we we're standing there, and everybody's just cussing, and you know, big and screaming, yeah. and and you know, we're just twelve year old kids from the burbs, right? And I remember somebody passed a big gulp down, and it was full of like Jack and Coke. They're going to take a rip, kid. And I was like, Oh God, no! I, you know, <laughs> I promised Mom that she's going to be back here in an hour, or so I've got to, you know. Right. So I was like, So we, I'll never forget, me and my friend, we were like, Dude, we look like the biggest nerds, you know. We're like such, we're nerding out. We got to do something. This is back in 1982. We went up to the concession stand and bought a pack of Winston's. And smoked cigarettes at the concert. You're not a smoker. No, not at all. I didn't even know how. <laughs> so you look, we, we just were like puffing on it, but at least we were like, now we've got edge. Now we <laughs> yeah, belong. Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you what happened, man. It's 82. I understand. You got to survive. Are you sure it was 82, by the way? I, I hate to be this nitpicker. Maybe it was, 83? It was 82. Well, it, it came to us in the fall of 82. I believe you. That's all I could do. Yeah, yeah fall of 82. Because um, I remember it was my, what was that? It was in seventh grade? Yeah. You were in seventh grade? I think so. Jesus Christ! How old, how old are you now? That's back when they—that's back when they used to let people, you know, you like kids do anything in the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there were no laws. Yeah, there was the no whole, laws. The, the idea of dropping a kid off, like I, I, my, I've been to concerts with my daughter who's fifteen and like let her go elsewhere, but I'm still at the concert. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh no! Dropping someone off and at a downtown, venue is crazy. rough part of downtown Kansas yeah, City. Just yeah. well, you know, we'll see you in a couple hours. Right back here, where we dropped you off. You know. And then they were gone. They, right. I don't know what they They probably went and had a drink or did something. Right. I don't know. But, <laughs> right. but they were gone. And we were completely on our own, just freewheeling. But it was great, right? But it was great. And that's, mm-hmm. but that, I think that's the only way you become trustworthy is by yeah. getting some trust and doing something with it, you know? And we we're, smoke cigarettes. So, <laughs> yeah. So they lost So we, blow it, so yeah, we blow, it. blow it. So we blow it. Were you there to see Motley Crue or Ozzy? Both. 
You love the you love well, the double because bill. Shout, uh, Shout at the Dell was such a great it album. Was huge, and it was so hot. It was like the you know everybody had it, um, and and Ozzy was just this icon, right? You know, and so everybody's like, well, it's bullshit without Randy Rose. Fuck you're not that. getting the, you're not getting the full deal. I was like, I still think it's Stasi. You know, yeah. it's like we're still here, and and he was still you know he had the the pipes were still pure. You know, he may have been, you know, dealing with a lot of personal issues, but his pipes were still pure. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was a great concert. Well, Jakey e. Lee was a great guitarist. Yeah. And uh, I saw that tour. Then I saw the Ultimate Sin tour as well. Right. Uh, the Bark at the Moon, uh, Jakey e. Lee was so stoned, he fell down and played on his back most of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Ultimate Sin tour is when I was in the record business, so I was able to go backstage. And that show ended early because, again, Jake had some troubles and Ozzy had troubles. And then I was with my brother and I said, and we had backstage passes. And I said, we, let's get backstage because there's about, uh, so anyway, they had to stop the show early because they, the two stars could not play. Yeah. And it was like a, just a song or two early. Yeah. And they, 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 came, they made an announcement, you know, Ozzy's under the weather, they can't. And I said to my brother, let's get backstage because they're about to riot. Yeah, yeah. And we get back there and it was full on ripping chairs up off the ground, throwing them like a riot over they said the man's sick and your reaction is we should probably destroy the fucking place yeah well i think also <clears throat> you can sell a lot of bs they smelled a rat oh there's no question mm-hmm. they knew it was an irish flu they knew it wasn't any you know he's <laughs> yeah. just bullshit and i paid a lot of money i ain't got to come down here i got a babysitter i got you know whatever the issue is somebody's going i'm getting satisfaction <laughs> and that's now, if it didn't come if it didn't come in the form of rock and roll <laughs> then it's coming in the form of i'm going to destroy this fucking chair because yeah. i paid a ticket and i own it now so all yeah. hell i've been i've been in those situations yeah, yeah it's yeah, uh, it was a uh, different time different time different time well uh, let's hope uh, yeah. although it could happen hope well, we would advance i mean i was 12 and we went up and bought pack of pack of winston red you know Winston's. yeah you can't do that anymore uh Right, because that's a bad cigarette. You don't want that. You don't <laughs> want that. Wants that. You're going to get a, you know, something else. Sorry, not the red. Uh, all right, so here's the scientific question we have for you. It hit me. Middle of the country, Kansas City. Yeah. Right? You got your barbecue. And yes. Royals. So yes. you got a lot going on. And Chiefs. Come on. The Chiefs. I'm not a football guy. Uh, uh, and uh, that said, I mean, did, she, did they win this week? Did the Chiefs win? Yes. Okay. In Frankfurt, Germany, and they also uh, won the Super Bowl last year. But whatever. <laughs> All I'm concerned about is that my sweet Tay Tay is up in that booth, <laughs> and I get to see her watching the game. And that's the joy that I get out of those games. The now billionaire Tay Tay. Yeah. 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 Wow. And rightfully so. Good for her. Amazingly I mean, listen, talented. I, I, the market will bear what the market will bear, and if you can get out there and make it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree I, I, I more. I think what she worked. Listen, six months ago, I'm not saying this. Now I'm saying it. I saw the concert. I've I've seen the movie. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing and deserves yeah. every fucking penny she gets. I took my daughter not to the Eras tour, but I took her to a previous tour. I think it was the Red tour or something. It was at the Staples Center. Amazing. Like, I, I, was, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Even though my daughter and her friends were screaming at such a level, <laughs> yes. such a pitch, yes. that it really hurt. I had to step back and step away <laughs> because I, it was really penetrating. Uh, all right, before I get to the science. Yeah, scientific question. You brought up your son earlier. Now you mentioned a daughter. How many kids do you have? Two. That's enough. That's it. Yeah. I'm That's done. all you need. Tapped out. Um, <laughs> and 15, and the daughter is? Uh, 19. She's down in uh, college. 19, the hard castle. And what's she majoring in? Theater. I tried to talk her out of it. I right? was like, don't. Life in the arts, honey. She's like, I love it. I'm like, all right, you get the good. <laughs> all right, here we go. But you're, you're, you're. She's actually, she's very talented. She's a very talented actor. I've, I've seen her work all through junior high and high school and, and now. And she's talented. She's she's good. She, I just, I just you know. We know it. We know a life in the arts is a life of, you know, you're going to spend the first, on average, 10 years grinding. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. 
And, and you know, you know, it could be shorter, it could be longer, but you're talking about around a 10-year grind. And I just, you know, that's painful. But yeah. I, it's what it is. I, you know, you just – she's going to have to do it herself and figure it out. Yeah, but you're there to, to yeah, guide. Yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to. to help her, obviously. But, but uh, you know, she's – the good thing is she knows that and she still wants it and she works hard and she's talented. So I, I, uh, I'm encouraging her to – Great. Yeah. She have the regal name. Will we will we recognize the name when? Yeah, the, I hope she doesn't change it or truncate it or you know, turn it into Riggs or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Jesus. Well, that's got to be your nickname, right? They call you Riggs yeah, growing they, up. Yeah, a lot of that. You liked it? Yeah, it's fine. Well, why why are you mad if she's going to change hers then? Well, I mean, Rebecca Riggs. I don't know her first name. I made that up. Abby. Abby Riggs. Abby Riggle. Abby Riggle. Abby Riggs. Abigail. Abigail Riggs. Abigail Riggs. Oh. Okay. Hold on. All right. Write that down. Wait. Does she do, does she do comedy or is she like a she she really does dramatic. it all. She, okay. she she can do it all. She uh, she did a pilot here in town oh, when she, she was in uh, junior high school and it was a comedy pilot and mm-hmm. she she knew exactly how to play it. She's yeah. Got, she's cool. got a, she's got a real sense of timing. Again, driving her to school, same thing. I it was early in the morning and I was always doing bits. You know, and she would literally ask for a bit-free zone <laughs> <laughs> on occasion. Yeah. She'd be like, Is, can we not do a bit this morning, Dad? I go, oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> ugh, maybe. Then that's go, a bit. Yeah. Order. And, and, you know, oh, again, because I was trying to educate her on music. So I would I would do my Casey Kasem, you know, which I don't have one. I would just be <laughs> acting like, you know, and and this dynamite hit from the spring of 85, you know, and I would, I would uh, uh, hit her with, you know, uh, I don't know the Hooters, you know, or something. Right. And we danced, and and said, "Now, the honey, this was a great Hooters Lover Boy. They were a package. They toured. <laughs> oh, I saw the concert. I saw that show too. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, you know, and I tried to paint the picture for her. And she was just dead eyes, like <laughs> just the thousand yard stare of a marine who just came off of you know Peleliu, right? <laughs> and just you know. Uh, but that's uh, so she gets comedy is my yeah, point. Cool. And she used to come down to the UCB all the time mm-hmm. when uh, here in LA when I was doing Facebook with, you know, Sheer and Hubel yeah. and, and Manzukis and all that gang. Right. And, and uh, you know, she was like a sophomore in high school. So for her, it was really cool to, yeah. to be out late at night on a Wednesday mm-hmm. on a school night. And, we you know, we were cussing and doing, you know, adult <laughs> topics. And, you know, she was – so she she has cool. an appreciation for comedy. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Abigail. Yeah. Abigail Riggs. Yeah. Right? It's something to think about. I was going to say, like, if she's if she's serious, like a Meryl Streep, Abigail Riggs is right. But if yeah. she's going to do comedy, I think Abby Riggle sounds like a comedy. Comedy name. Riggle, you man. could go Abby Riggs and still still kind of slot in there. You maybe split the difference, you yeah. say? Okay. Abby Riggs, Abby Riggle. I, you know what? Hear me out. You just get her out of the business. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be. They don't have I'd to worry like, about that name at all. I know it's not Don Pardo anymore, but I can hear Don Pardo saying, Abby Riggle. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? That classic Don Pardo. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm. And she too could have one year on that program. It <laughs> just stays with the family. I'm telling you. I, that's all you need. Okay, right. let's just but, be honest. But you know what? In fairness, you're right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'd love one episode. Right. Nate Bargetsy's on top of the fucking world right now. Yeah. And well, Nate deserves job. to be. Nate's one of the best guys in show business. One, I, one of the best guys. He is, he is a pure, good man. Super funny. Great stand-up. Mm-hmm. Great stand-up. Great stand-up. Um, and just a, a, a genuine pleasure to hang around. I, I golf with him. And I love hanging with him. How good of a golfer are you? I'm okay. I'm about a nine handicap. Oh, that's really good. What do you yeah, mean that's okay? That's pretty good. What's, where's Nate at these days? He's about he's about the same. He's probably about an eight or a seven. So you're going to shoot to seventy nine to, to eighty three. I'm going to shoot uh, eighty to eighty five. All right. And he's going to shoot seventy eight to eighty two. Where do you guys over at Lakeside? 
Uh, well, it depends on where he, when he's in town. He lives in Nashville, so you right. know it's 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 whenever I bump into him. But he's building an amusement park there. Nate Land. He's building a whole thing. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know he could pull it off. Yes, he could. It could. Yeah. I know that's his production company. Hasn't ever heard his I think podcast. It's Nate Land. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I, I, I'm hoping it's a play on Shonda Land, and <laughs> he's not being a dickhead. I hope it's a. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. So here's the scientific thing. Finally, yes, hit yes. me. Uh, you grew up in Kansas City. Uh, were you? Because boy, you can't get more middle of the country. Right. Were you a Sammy Hagar fan, or were you a Van Halen fan? I'm not talking about when they got together. Who did you? Prior to who the... did you know in Kansas City? Hagar or Van Halen? I guess the first would be Van Halen I knew like mm-hmm. and got into their music first. But I was very aware of Sammy. I remember the uh, the red jumpsuit. I remember the red rocker. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Can't Drive 55. I remember One Way Ticket to Midnight. Uh, you know, I remember some of these unbelievable songs. So I, I loved Sammy. And but I, I think I was probably more Van Halen. You were focused uh, and and had more awareness yeah. of Van Halen just because of the David Lee Roth was the ultimate front man of the eighties. Sure, you know, he's he's doing karate. He's wearing spandex. <laughs> he's jumping around. He's, he's swinging. Sword. He's swinging. He's <laughs> yeah. doing fire swords. You know, he's doing these these high kicks. You know, he's just doing. You know what heavy metal guys do? <laughs> None of that. He's yeah. like circus clown. <clears throat> yeah, it, it was. So he was truly a showman. Yeah, yeah. And I do remember when when you know that all ended and and. And David tried to do his own solo thing, uh, you know, okay. And then when it became, you know, whatever you want to call it, Van Hagar, uh, uh, I remember uh, 5150. I loved that album. Love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely yes. loved that album. And then, you know, when they broke up, I thought, why is everybody so dysfunctional? You know, like it, it's got to be. The common denominator is it's got to be the Van Halen brothers, right? And I'm, so I'm, I, or, or it's these two front guys are just a holes, and they're both, you know, they're prima donnas with massive egos. But the more I've learned, and and I've never met Sammy, but I know people who know Sammy, and I'm starting to think Sammy's a pretty good dude. Pretty good dude. He's a pretty solid guy, yeah. pretty chill, pretty easygoing, and you know, just loves to rock and roll and have a good time. And so I'm starting to think, you know. Anyway, I, I have a great affinity for for Sammy. Uh, as do I. I like him. We were just talking before you got there. Like, the, it seemed to be the East Coast knew Sammy Hagar, loved Sammy Hagar, and the West Coast loved in Van Halen, mm-hmm. and so that's why they were so angry when they got together. Uh, like that's the, that, we don't even know that fucking guy. <laughs> Whereas in Chicago, we knew Sammy. I knew Sammy Hagar more than Van Halen. Like it yeah. just was. He was huge with Montrose and. Uh, you know his early solo stuff, and uh, and I, I love the, I, I like him with Van Halen. I like yeah. those albums. And Fifty One Fifty was kind of the soundtrack of my high school days. Yeah, it really was. I, I can't remember a time I didn't have cas- the cassette mm-hmm. in my player mm-hmm. in my car. I cannot place how old you are. You refuse to tell me. Yeah. I think I've, I think I did the math right. Hang on, so seventh grade in eighty two, he claims. I think he was born in nineteen seventy. In nineteen seventy, yeah, that's my guess. Oh, that's right. affirmative. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I, I will confirm. All right. Now I got to go Same change Ellie, my right? I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. IMDb. <laughs> Is it a lie over there? No, no, it's it says uh, And you went into the service. I did. Right, and so how old were you? When, was it right out of high school you went into the service? No, I was in college. I was an undergrad. I was a theater major myself, mm-hmm. um, and I was nineteen uh, when I joined. Uh, and um, I, I don't know. I, I, I always wanted to serve. I, I just did, and I figured, you know, I, I was very idealistic back then, and you know. I listened to the John Kennedy speeches about you know, what can you do for your country, yeah. and, and I thought, well, with with my abilities, and I, I could serve. I could serve in the military, and I always wanted to. So I was like, well, I'll do that. 
And so, and I had my, I had a pilot's license when I was in college. So I got a flight contract and ended up uh, joining the Marines. And, and then I realized, oh God, if I pin these wings on, I'm going to be, I started doing the math and I was like, I'm going to be in for 20 years. How the hell did that happen? I want to be, I want to try comedy and acting, you mm -hmm. know? So, so I asked if I could switch to the ground side. Marines were like, fine, you know, we don't want you flying if you don't want to fly, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I was like, great. So I became a ground officer, fulfilled my commitment and then pursued comedy and acting. And then I ended up staying in the reserves for a long, long time. And then I ended up retiring. I stayed in so long. So I did nine years on active duty, nine straight years. So my whole twenties, all my twenties were gone. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then I did 14 in the reserves. And so I retired with 23 years as a Lieutenant Colonel. Wow. wow. In 2013. So you were in the reserves when you were on SNL. I would literally go from 30 rock rehearsals, over to 46 in Lexington, where Jay Walser Thompson, or what, Thomas, there it's an ad agency. We used to do drills. My, my reserve unit used to do drills right there. So I would go do drills. I would, when I was on The Daily Show, I was in command of staff college back here at Miramar, uh, Marine Corps Air Station Miramar. Mm -hmm. So I would have to fly back on the weekend, go down there, go to classes on Saturday and Sunday, and then take the red eye back to JFK, I would land on Monday morning, go get in a cab, and go straight to the Daily Show. Really, oh, and I did that once a month for two years. Jesus, wow! So to finish it, so you know, just always staying, you know. And and then of course I got called back after 9/11. Uh, went to Afghanistan, uh, uh, worked in uh, Central Command uh, during the f very early, you know, very early. So 2001, 2002. So yeah, yeah, I had I, I wouldn't change a thing about all of that, but. Uh, but it, it got really hard to you know maintain because it was you're trying to, you try to build a career in show business that that takes everything you got yeah but then you're also trying to do this then you're trying to do a family then the reserves and then la, 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 la. so it just got to be too much so wow that I, I did not know all of that that's yeah. uh, fascinating yeah. and busy yeah very busy and then even more surprising to see you were at the Capitol on Jan six after all of that <laughs> don't don't start any of that shit. to see that you were there I mean, that fascinates me I mean we support you obviously oh yeah, yeah. We, oh, oh yeah we're in on 45 and 47 100 percent. you should know that you walked into a nice safe zone here <laughs> oh shit um all right let's talk about uh before we get to the trivia and the other stuff and uh, the thing that uh, my, my family and your family, we were upset. My, and my Wait, father. Wait, was the Sammy Hagar? That was the scientific question? <laughs> that was it. Okay. Yeah. We were okay. just trying to yeah. figure out. Because uh, I grew up on the East Coast and he grew up in Chicago. And so it always, I, I obviously Van Halen was huge. But when yeah. I moved here, I suddenly became aware of like, oh, Van Halen's different here. Like, it's the biggest. Like, they still talk about him. They still, it's like a. It's deep in people's DNA it's, if they grew up here. I think so. Yeah, so think, it's right, interesting. Let's go with this one then. Growing up in Kansas City, mm. how often did you hear Oingo Boingo on the radio? On the radio? Yeah. Not that much. Right? Yeah. But out here, nonstop. It's still on there. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know how I, I got to know them was through uh, um, the Dangerfield movie, Back to School. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that, that was my first introduction to them, and that would have been 85. Right. And that I was like, I was like oh, that's, that's kind of a cool sound. What is it? Who is that? What is, and the lead singer was kind of freaky. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, that, who is this? But that was the first introduction, and you're right. I never really heard him on the radio right. ever. Ever, Dead Man's Party, maybe. Yeah, and Weird Science. Yeah, got played. Weird Science might have made top ten because it was on the soundtrack. Of that movie, yeah. But but otherwise, I mean, I don't. Dead Man's Party. That was the one in Back to School. I it's think. a Dead Man's Dead Party. Party. Yeah, I love that song. Dun, 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 dun. My wife loves them. She grew up out here, though. My wow. wife grew up out here, and I could tell you, they're fine. Yeah, they're, they're fine. But they're, you're right. No radio play. 
None. Yeah. So if it's not on my radio, it's not on my fucking radar. You understand? It is true <laughs> in the Midwest. Uh, Chicago's probably a little more hip because they're, they're, they're you know, obviously a big, massive market. Um, but yeah, we were always, I always felt like we were a year or two behind. <laughs> at least a year. And that, yeah. you know, now things move at the speed of light. We have the right. internet. We have, you yeah. know, it's just a different vibe. There's 200,000 channels. Back in the day, there was no internet. There were three channels. Things moved at a glacial pace. Yeah, so yeah. if it was hot here on the coast, it didn't hit us for at least a year or two. Right. But you got to hang well, out with Freddie Patek. <laughs> That's a deep royal cut. That is a deep, a deep cut. Royal cut. That's a deep cut. Here's why I know that name. You ready? Mm -hmm. Here's the only reason I know Freddie Patek. He was five foot six or yeah, something. Yeah. And being a five foot four gentleman, yeah. I loved the idea that there was a short guy that played baseball. I believe it was a shortstop as well. Yeah. Uh, but. He was like, and look at little Freddie Pottek on, on Monday Night <laughs> and Baseball. And he was a shortstop. He was kind of like uh, that that guy from Boston, Peora. Uh, Dustin. Yeah, Pejora. No, not Pejora. I can't it? say his name because you put it wrong in my head. <laughs> Dustin Peora. No. Peora. It's, it's a P-E-R-I-O. some nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some foolishness. Dustin Pejora. That's wrong. Pejora, isn't it? I don't know. We're going to get... Garen, look it up. Garen. There's got to be a Red Sox. Pedroia? Pedroia. 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 There we go. So he was also... He's, he was kind of a, a smaller Is one. Is he a tiny guy? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's probably 5'8", you know, or something right. like that. But, but in baseball, but in, Yeah, in athletic standards or whatever. He seemed like a, a shorter guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those short, those short short stops seemed to be all the rage. Yeah. yeah. We had one of the White Sox. Harry Chappas was his name. And he made the cover of Sports Illustrated... And then uh, I think played one more game and then was out of the game. But I think he was 5'5 five, five or something, Harry yeah. Chappis. And the famous, uh, what was his name? Pee Wee. Uh, Pee Wee Reese? Yeah, Pee Wee Reese for the Dodgers, who was really integral in embracing Jackie Robinson. Oh. And physically, yeah. like actually putting his arm around mm -hmm. him for everybody in the you know, stadium to see, like, hey, this is right. happening. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he was a short guy. Obviously, got the nickname Pee Wee. So. Yeah. Yeah. And just be again to be clear, you were not a fan of Robinson coming into the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I love this idea. Of, like, you're, I'm just going to put all this on. Yeah, like every, everything wrong is you. Everybody, doing. everybody's at home right now. Going January sixth. <laughs> didn't care for Jackie. No, something was up. Yeah. I'll put the pieces together. Um, I guess I'll listen to this podcast. But I, right now, he's in the bullshit. Yeah. So. Uh, is that one of the things he talks about on Regal's things? <laughs> Uh, with his drummer, uh, you, Matt, you were going to say something when I interrupted the Freddie Pottek thing. Uh, I don't remember. All right, uh, all right. So what I was going to say is, it my, my son and my father would talk about it every week. Yeah. They would text to each other, and we talked about it all the time in here. That, and I mean this sincerely. I think Holy Moly is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You and Joe Tessitore. Yeah. Tessitore. Tessitore. But it's spelled like Tessator. Yeah, yeah, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who also, I've communicated with him via uh, uh, emails. He's yeah. a very nice man. Yeah. He had the great job. I mean, honest to God, coming from sports, still one of the best straight men in the history of straight men. Joe is fantastic. Right? He's absolutely fantastic. He is the quintessential. He is a gentleman, like a real gentleman and a true professional in the craft of sports announcing. Yeah. He takes that stuff seriously. He does his homework. He does the research. He finds out the stories. He gets the he he really it's it's really awesome to watch him work because I've also gone and visited him off season when he's calling a game, when he's mm -hmm. calling cuz he calls a lot of uh, um, a lot of boxing and he and he calls a lot of uh, college football. Mm -hmm. So I've 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 been over to SoFi just to hang out with them, right. you know, and to watch the prep he does and all the pages and the stories and he is a he, he is really wonderful and 
just a gentleman in life. Like he goes, Rob, have you had the bajuli? Because he's Italian. So he's always telling me about these, you know, Italian dishes that I have no idea. And he really enunciates the words, you know, and <laughs> right. he hits it. And then he's talking about the different cocktails. You got to try this. If you haven't tried it, I'm going to send you a bottle. And then he does send oh. you a bottle. Like he's just, you know, he's one of those, he's just a class act. He's yeah. just one of these, he's mm -hmm. like, he reminds me of an old school gentleman. Okay. You know, right. who uh, is a real professional in what he does. If he says something, he delivers on it. Uh, it's not just a throwaway thing like, oh, I'll get you a bottle. No, he, if he says he's going to get you a bottle, the you're next thing, the it, it arrives at your door, you yeah. know, with a note, a handwritten note. And you're like, Jesus. Um, so I, I can't say enough good things about him. Uh, I love working with him. And you're right. He knew right away. He was like, we both, we, we sat down and we were talking. And the producers, you know, they didn't have an idea necessarily. Um, so we were like, I think the best formula is, you know. I'm dumb. You're smart. Let's go. Yeah. You know, basically, <laughs> right. you know, I, I run my mouth and because what we're doing is when they're out there playing, we're up in this booth or whatever, we're literally just watching it and so commenting they, on as it's happening. Yeah. You were. Yes. Oh yeah. As it's happening, we're, we're watching it either on the monitor or live Okay. and we're watching it. And so we're just running our mouths at that moment. Love it. Now, there, a lot, there is some stuff that's, you know, setting up the thing like yeah. in this particular hole, you've got to jump over this and dive through that and da 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 da. So, you know, there's a lot of setup, but that stuff is kind of written. Mm -hmm. The other stuff is just us talking about it. Yeah. And so Joe got got on board right away. Like he knew if I was going big, you know, he knew he had to be the advocate for the audience. Yeah. Right? He knew he had to be like, well, hold on a second, Rob. I don't think that, you know, and that's <laughs> yeah. what that's where I that's why it flies. Yeah. Yes. You know, if, if he was trying to top me with a one liner, uh, you know, that gets that gets that's heavy lifting, man. That, mm -hmm. That's pushing a rock up a hill. Right. So, uh, you know, Joe's he's a natural. He's a natural. You guys yeah. were so great together. Yeah. And uh, there were times it looked like, and they would always cut the commercial or something, That, and I'm glad to hear you guys were doing it in the moment because every now and then it would look like maybe you guys were watching it on tape and oh. then trying to you know do play-by-play -play to yeah. something that's already been shot. But the fact, and maybe with some lines being fed to you, but yeah. knowing now that it was live yeah. uh, makes it even more exciting. <laughs> and there were times where it looked like he literally was spit-taking on shit yeah. you would say. Yes. And then they would go to commercial. But it, would, it I, to me as a viewer... Rob, I'm in the business, and I would, and, and I'm, you know, the, all jealousy aside of, oh God, I wish I had Riggle's job. Yeah, that yeah. looks like it'd be great. Yeah. You guys were so great together. I had no jealousy. Oh, I just Christ. got to watch it as a yeah. dad with my son, yeah. and then talk about it with my dad. Uh, it was multi generational. It was just such a great, fun show. Thanks. Uh, I, I'll give I'll give the, yes. the director the director a lot of credit. Okay, because he, you know, he would have uh, funny, you know, funny thoughts. And he would just be, you know, uh, this next one coming up is from, you know, it's here and here and, and whatever. And just give you a little plant, a little seed and then back away. And what I always appreciated about our director, Charles, he would um, he would keep the camera rolling nonstop. It rolled the whole time. So when Joe and I got done and we were just sitting there because it was cold. So we were always we were shooting the shit because they're always resetting for these people to get to get ready to you know right. to bring out a new group or they move to another, get all the cameras to a new hole or whatever. We would just sit there and talk about playlists, what we're listening to right now, why, you know, you're either Steely Dan or you're not, you know, and then we dig into it, just doing bits, basically. Right. Right. But he kept the camera rolling yeah. on all of that. And he would use that yes. as yeah, these yeah. wonderful interstitials that I was like, thank you for doing that, because that that's the play. Yeah. That's yeah. the fun. Yeah. And that's it's how not it, it's not when we're necessarily either calling the thing or reading off the rules. It's the the presentational stuff. It's the interstitial stuff. That's yeah, where yeah. the fun was. It, it had that feeling of of improv where yeah. it was like we're 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 getting real stuff here. This yeah. isn't just like somebody wrote some jokes and then you just got to perform them. But like, yeah, it it was like uh, 
it was kind of like what we do here too yeah. and that's that's what that's what's fun is to see like what do great comedic minds come up with when yeah. they're just given free reign like right. that's that's the most fun stuff so yeah, yeah that jetty kind of ruined it though right <laughs> <laughs> really uh, we loved it I, I, now yeah. listen it's all a big build up to yeah. is it coming back is it done is it over i i it is know. not it is not over and it is not coming back uh, <laughs> we are in this nebulous we don't know what's going to happen and you know I, I i i there's a bunch of reasons for that None of them satisfy me, <laughs> uh, but you know, the, the strikes were a problem. ABC is resetting. Uh, you know, they brought they had to bring Bob back. He's making decisions. Um, so there's there's this thing of you're not canceled, but we haven't renewed. Mm. So it's well, what does that mean? You know, are we holding? Are we you know? Right. I I, I want to sign on to do this other project, or there's this other thing. Should I wait? Should I not wait? So. Um, and we're just all smiling and waiting. All right. Well, let's hope. I mean, let's. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll knock on wood that it comes back because we, uh, like I said, we we love the hell out of it. We yeah. think it's nice. just. I appreciate you know, that. And we would talk about it. We'd come in here every we week. We do. And go, yeah, we Did talk you see about Holy it a lot. Yes. And you know who else? Scott Ackerman. Oh, I love Scott. Uh, Ackerman and I would text. You know, over, he liked it. Oh, loved, loved it. it yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Loved it. We. It, it, it was. It. It ticked the boxes. That almost like growing up, there was Bozo Circus on in Chicago, and the clowns. <laughs> I were, met him actually. Uh, uh, the, the new guy. Yeah, the new guy. I can't pull his name. The, the guy I grew up with was Bob Bell. Okay. And the new guy, but they would do comedy for the adults, <laughs> and so as an adult, you could watch Bozo yeah. Circus yeah. and laugh at the clowns really doing humor above the kids' heads. Yeah. But as a kid, you'd watch and go, "Look at the clowns!" Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that's what you guys were doing. Like the kids could enjoy it because of the look at the crazy, you know, uh, they got to hit a hot dog or yeah, whatever yeah. the shit. And you, your jokes satisfy the adults. Yeah. That was a long-winded way of saying I like the show. <laughs> well, thank you. That's very. Uh, it's a big compliment. Uh, well, you're very, very welcome. I know we we got to. I know you got to get down to Mar-a-Lago, so I don't want to <laughs> keep you any longer than we need to. Um, okay, I got to ask a, like a dumb fan question about that though. Yeah, Did you ever get to play any of the holes yourself? I was thinking that too. I did. Um, I never. So, but not in the way you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, uh, you don't want to jump into the water. Right. Cold I, water. I, I did a lot of the putting. Yeah. Uh, on the on some of the on basically all the holes. Yeah. Uh, and it was challenging, you know. Um, but I didn't do the like jumping over the planets <laughs> right. on Uranus. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Uh, uh, the, there's one where you jump on the shark. Uh-huh. I didn't do that. Or the yeah. fi- the fish that come out and yeah, knock or the you fish off. That, yeah, that knock you off. Or <laughs> yeah. Anything, Never tempted to wet. do even one. Yeah. No. Uh, and here's here's why because uh, those things are for real. And that <laughs> water we did we always shot it at Feb- in February and yeah. we shot it at night at four in the morning or something. Yeah, right? it, it yeah. would go from it would go from uh, dusk till dawn. Okay. Um, and so it, it, it was good because the lighting and the trees and it, it was yeah, it beautiful cool. outdoor set mm-hmm. and it had to be that way. But it was absolutely bone chilling cold. Mm-hmm. You know, February in California, people they don't realize right. it's the desert. Yeah. It's cold at night. And those poor people were going into the water right. and everybody's like, oh, I'm sure it's heated. No, <laughs> it is. It is Titanic level cold. Jesus. It's like two degrees above freezing. And those poor bastards would go in that water. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And I, I was always just mortified for them because then they'd have to stand there sometimes afterward soaking wet in wet clothes right. with the wind blowing. Trying to putt. Trying to pot or <laughs> put a smile on their face. Uh-huh. Uh, I just thought it was absolute torture. <laughs> yeah. And then when they got knocked in, a lot of times it wasn't a gentle knock. Right. You know, a lot of times it was a bell ringer, oh God, you know, and these sure. people were. Oh, the, the, yeah. the outhouse doors, like that was saying that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's a door hitting you in the fucking face. <laughs> Serious force. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you end up in a mud pit immediately <laughs> right. afterward. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. Did anybody yeah. get seriously injured? No, uh, thank God. Okay, good. No, nobody got nobody got seriously injured. Yeah. Um, you know, bumps and bruises. Obviously. Sure, but they signed on for that. They signed a release of some sort. Exactly. I gotta imagine. Exactly. Uh, they they didn't go into it with their eyes closed. They they knew there's <laughs> there's bings and bangs out right. here. Mm-hmm. And did we did we know somebody that was a contestant? Was there somebody? Did you know a contestant by chance? Uh, I didn't know any contestants, I but I, I, I never knew any contestants. I met them. Of course, I understand you know, that. Yeah, yeah, and I would, I would talk to them and stuff. But uh, I thought we knew somebody. I don't remember that does sound vaguely familiar. Like but. maybe it was somebody's husband or like something. Yeah. Like we don't know that. Maybe it was a fan of the our show. We actually yeah, had maybe. people like like I remember Josh Dumel. A uh, great guy came came to the uh, taping, and we we're like, "Why is he here?" Yeah, you know. But we gotta we gotta do use it. Which turns out he had a buddy who was a contestant. Okay, um, and so he was he was great because we were you know. He just wants to chill. And we're right. like, can we can we can we use you? <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Can we use your celebrity and, and yeah. find a way to and he was like, Cool, man, whatever you need. And we were yeah. like, Oh, that's the best. So he was very playful. That's awesome. And I always appreciate it. Was he wearing that. a fur coat? I think yeah. the guy that he was supporting was like he was like the buffalo, like that's right. Buffalo uh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, Thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, going back to January sixth, he was that guy. He was that guy. He was the Sherpa. The Sherpa was on holy moly. Let's start that. Um uh, all right, great. Uh, well, you know what time it is. Yeah. Oh, it's time for... Garen sucks. So that's a, that's a thing, by the way. In the 80s, I did not appreciate and in fact made fun of Bee Gees. And now I have an affinity for the Bee Gees. Right. Yeah. I really appreciate their music. And uh, I think they were done a, a great disservice. I yeah. grew up in Chicago mm-hmm. where Steve Dahl, who's one of my heroes, was yeah. the morning DJ who did Disco Demolition. <laughs> and so, therefore, I had Disco Sucks t-shirts. Yep. I hated disco. Meanwhile, we would have disco parties at my house. And my mom and stepdad and brother, everybody was in the disco. I would pout in the corner. Yeah. Disco sucks, man. Yeah. Fog hat. You know, whatever the shit I would do. And then, Molly hats. But in my head, I'm like these songs are fucking great. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I've seen the Bee Gees in concert like three or four times. I've seen Barry Gibbs solo. Oh. The, the, um, one of the best groups of all time. Yeah. Pro- prolific songwriters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing musicians. Yes, all of it. They, they they got a bad rap and they had to eat that shit sandwich for about a decade before mm-hmm. people started to go, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. minute. We got this wrong. Yeah. These guys are They super also talented. pointed out that they got unfairly, uh, that, People got sick of John Travolta's, that image of John Travolta in the white suit. Yeah. And on the back cover of Saturday Night Fever, it's the three of them in the same sort of white suit. Mm. So people equated, we're sick of that. Disco's, there's too much disco. We're sick of that look. Brought to us by them. That that means we're sick of them. Right. And that was unfair to them. Totally. So it was not, Disco Demolition gets all the blame for why they, you know, people hated them. But it was really this album cover and that white suit. And Barry Gibb has said that. I'm just, you know. Kind of, yeah. But you were there, right? Because you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, <all right. laughs> Guys, I have a new test result from uh, oh. uh, from uh, uh, my my chart on UCLA. Woo-hoo! Let's take a look. Let's find out on the air, Rob. We'll find out what my test result is. Good. And, Do you want it to hold be on, positive? I, or I'm negative? writing this down. <laughs> uh, okay, is it's uh, an updated? Ooh. Oh my God. Why are we updating? A, 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 uh, so I'm late to this party. Is this a COVID test? Is this uh, what are we talking? About? I've got a lot. Yeah, of we all have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should have told you. You should have told me. I, oh, that man. should have been the lead, yeah. guys. What the? Just but, seeing if he still has it. But we assume you're anti-vax, so you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just a sniffle. Uh, I hear it from my doctor. Looks good. 
Okay. So all the tests are good. Great. All right. These were the same results I got on Friday. And then when it says updated, it's like, uh oh, what's happened over the weekend? Did they misread them? So he just added a note. He just added a little note to say it looks good. All right, so all, all is good. What I, part of the body was it? We don't, I don't need stomach. Specific. Remember, I was remember oh, we. Oh, yeah. was that stomach? Remember, we okay. had all the issues yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, But you've got so much stuff, and I never know what it is. <laughs> I know. Uh, the last eight, last it's almost two years now. It happened mm-hmm. November of 2021 mm-hmm. is when uh, my body my body went to hell oh. and been dealing with a lot of stuff and uh, a lot of meds, a lot of it. Oh. But I'm I'm coming out of it. Good, coming out of it. Dude, what was it? Did it? I don't want to drill down not. on your stuff. Okay. I didn't know if it was COVID related. It was not in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Uh, no, I, w- I wish there was something I could blame it on. It just kind of <laughs> happened. Yeah. It could be, though, in fairness, it, 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 part of it could have been stress of what was going on in the world. Uh, COVID and certainly the four years, you know, the, the, you know that whole thing oh. going on in our country. This decade has, has really been off to a bad start. Because mm-hmm. it all started, the COVID thing started in twenty. This mm-hmm. decade's got to shape it up. It's got to shape <laughs> yeah, it up. It's got to get. It's got to up its game. Yeah. And I, there's been a lot of joy though for me personally because the Chiefs have won two Super Bowls also. <laughs> but it's been it's been this real push pull on right. happiness and misery. Right. Uh, and so I need this decade to rally because yeah. right now it's just kind of been a shit show, and I'm yeah. tired of it. Well, I mean, I know speaking of rallies, you probably got to get to that RFK <laughs> Jr. <laughs> right. You're a big Bob Kennedy guy. We'll, we'll get you out there. I know you, you got you got to get downtown for that. I just love the idea. Of everything he's on just, the wrong side of, of everything. everything on everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now again, my son writes these questions. All right. Uh, and Which used to be a novelty because he was twelve. Now he's sixteen. It's like okay, so you can write a question. Yeah. So your, <laughs> your son learned how to write. Good for yeah. him. Uh, here's your topic: presidential pets. Oh, presidential oh, pets. Oh, so it could be one of three answers. <laughs> right. Assuming, well, yeah. well, we'll find out, I guess. Presidential pets. I don't like my odds. Yeah, me neither. That's a tricky one. I'm going to go with this number here. Okay. That's uh, a good number. You should pick that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to write it down Presidential over here. Pets. I'm going to go with this number. Okay. I can keep that a secret if you would, Rob. Gary, coming at you. Here it comes. Let's get oh, let's, a, let's acknowledge. We were talking about numbers. Yeah, I guess we were. Garen sucks. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I just threw that. My tennis elbow uh, said, don't do that again. Oh, oh. Well, why do you continue to do it? <laughs> yeah, you, you are. You know what? I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to work it out. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, it's one of those where it's like. Loosen up the muscle. Uh, by the way, this happened yesterday. You know, I, I'm trying pickleball. My son and my son and wife go to pickleball every week. Pickleball sweeping the nation. The nation. And I'm going to tell you something, Rob. I was Oak Forest High School's uh, pickleball champ in 1984. Wait, they didn't have pickleball You're in 1984. Fuck you, they didn't. I was the champ. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see photos where it didn't happen. This is bullshit. I'll show you. I'll show you my year. Didn't they have pickleball in '84? Yeah, and Bob Van Ness and I were the uh, we were the champs. We were the school champs. That's fantastic. I had ta- no idea they had this in '84. I'm tell you, your I thought this was a relatively new thing. I'm surprised. I, that the came sweep back. in the nation is new, though. That is yes. new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, but very- it, it really is. Like I'm even. It's on my radar, and I know that like that's a deep. You have to really work to get on that radar. Is that true? As far as like hip. Cool things that are happening. You got two kids that uh, keep you with. Uh, I, I drag them down. <laughs> they don't lift me up. I drag. Them I get down. it. <laughs> I get it. You and me both. Uh, but my wife and son do this, and I find that my wife couldn't make it three weeks ago. And Oliver said, "Hey, Dad, you want to come with?" And uh, I went, "Yeah, you know what? I'll go." And bro, I loved it. The second I was out there, I I loved that. Because of all my ailments, I, I can't run anymore. I can't use a bicycle because something with my spine. And so I, I could do this. And literally 
10 minutes in, and I said on the show before, 10 minutes in, my, my tennis elbow acts up, and I, I looked up to the sky and I go, I can't even do this! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but I keep, even though it says, if, if it's your body telling you you're hurt, stop, my brain is, I'll play through it. Yeah. You know what, I'm gonna play through it. Yeah. And because there's also, we, we also learned back in the 80s, you know, there's, there's pain and there's injury. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're probably dealing with pain is what every coach ever told me. It's probably pain. Yeah. So just suck it up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, maybe you're right. It's just pain. Yeah. I got to get through this. Well, now I'm learning. It's probably injury. Right. Cut, <laughs> cut to I'm, go, I'm going into surgery. Yeah. I'm in a, next time you see me, I'm in a sling. It turns out it was an injury. Uh, but last night, Sarah's always good. So last night we're playing and it was uh, uh, this woman, Ava, and myself against my wife, Danielle, and my son, Oliver. And we're into it. And another one of my health issues flares up where I literally had to say, uh, I'm gonna go home, uh, who's gonna replace me? And I had to go find somebody from the bench to finish the game with Ava, as I embarrassingly, almost like a commercial for some medicine, uh, you know, yeah. use this medicine so you're not embarrassed on yeah. the uh, pickleball court. <laughs> right. I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah. And then everything okay? I'm fine. Yeah. And, and then I'm in my car yeah. sweating. Teal, teal tires, scra- yes. squealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. And, yeah. and embarrassed. Where are you going? I'm good. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Play the game. <laughs> Focus in. Yeah. Focus on a game. God damn it. This, this poor old Asian woman, I go, you want to get in there? Okay. <laughs> and then I go, well, it's on that court. Now? Yes, now. <laughs> go, go, go. Get out of my way. <laughs> no patience with her. No patience. She screwed up. <laughs> that woman is horrible. And you, if I'm not mistaken, you're anti-Asian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like orange chicken. I was a, I actually hosted a, a pickleball event on the mall of Amer- at the Mall of America. Uh, not the Mall of America. That's in Minnesota. The National Mall. The National Mall. Oh, Thank you did? You. Yeah. Pickleball on the mall, homie. Wow. Yeah, just <laughs> put it out there. <laughs> you, uh, did, uh, did you co-host that with somebody? Nope. I was just doing it both solo. Solo Just wriggle. went out there. And I was trying to squeeze in a little more protest. <laughs> <laughs> You're nearby. There, You're in town like, anyway. I literally showed up there like everybody went home. I was like, seriously? Everybody? Okay, <laughs> there's there's going to be a few of you hanging yeah, around. Come on. Uh, all right, here's your question. You ready? Yes. Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt. That's okay. the only thing I can read, and then I can have my glasses. Had many interesting... Pardon me. Had many interesting pets in the White House, including a one-legged rooster, a badger, a bear, and this animal native to Africa and Asia. Uh oh, <laughs> that was a gift from the Emperor of Ethiopia. God damn it! How was that for a great uh, cold read? That was pretty that, good. That, really? really? I thought it was a two out of ten. <laughs> that was a mess. It's right. one of two things. What well, t- you well, write you it down? You're gonna write it down. Well, can I write down both? Well, no. you write down your you write down your answer. You could also write down your backup answer, okay. which just shows that maybe you knew it, but you went with your number one answer. Okay. Right. Theodore Roosevelt had many interesting pets in the White House, including a one-legged rooster, a badger, a bear, and this animal native to Africa and Asia that was a gift from the Emperor of Ethiopia. I have what I can only describe as a horrible guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, re- do, is there a button I need to hit to lock it in? <laughs> you just say you're in. Locked in. You're locked in. Okay. All right, so let's take a break. Yeah. When we come back, more with Rob Riggle. He's got that hard out, uh, which, of course, you know, legally, I have to say. You have a hard on. I have a hard on. <laughs> uh, which, uh, can I say that joke in 2023? Is that still what is that? Yes. Like? Thank you, Rob. Well, nobody yes. believes that you have a hard on. That's so right. guess again yeah. as I whip it out. <laughs> no. We all know you're impotent. <laughs> yeah, we, we all know. We all know that. Uh, what's the thing in November? Uh, that no November. Nut, November. No, no, no nut. No nut November. There's, no nut there's November. November and then there's also no nut November. What is which this thing? no nut November well, you're talking not. about? They go hand in hand. Self-explanatory. You know? <laughs> do not, do not uh, ejaculate for a month. Oh, stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is this benefit? That's the idea. It's What's not the benefit? What is the benefit? I don't know. It, is it's it not, for prostate cancer? No, it's it? actually bad for your prostate. Well, you know, and what is it? It's just another attempt at self denial. Like uh, for a whole month, men, you can't enjoy the only thing that matters in life. <laughs> right. I, I take that. That's maybe too much. <laughs> but, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little too true. Take away the, one of the things that makes you so happy. Yeah, you can't have it for a month. Right. Now we got them down to eleven months. What the yeah. fuck? That doesn't serve anything at all. I at all. I do two a days. In this December. actually, I'm now. Getting, <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting upset by this. Yeah, this all is right. Tragedy. Think, do you want to go jerk off and get this anger off? <laughs> well, get this energy out. I got to get this cortisol out of my body. That <laughs> <laughs> a boy. I think it's. A, I think it was an incel thing. I think uh, the incels uh, started this. Uh, then why are we all? True, why is it a thing on Twitter? What then? are you asking me for? <laughs> well, you're deep. You're embedded with those folks. <laughs> what do you it got, was Karen? Originally intended to be satirical. Oh. Uh, some participants claim that abstaining from ejaculating and watching pornography has health benefits. Well, but well, abstaining from porn. That's different. That's, that's yeah, that would be different things. That's different. Yeah, but that, 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 that that's different. I, I, I actually do. okay with that, but the other no. No, that's foolishness. Yeah. At the highest level. Agreed. How about just wash your hands, November? <laughs> Let's start there. Uh, what? Well, because uh, you know, wash your hands. Well, that's because you know, yeah. wash good, your hands. Good backup. It is a good thing to do. <laughs> that's good reasoning. It's that's good reasoning. sound reasoning. <laughs> sound reasoning. Wash your hands. Why? Because you know, wash your, wash hands. your hands. Because you know, wash your hands. Thank you. Let's don't make me, don't make me over-explain this. <laughs> we need T-shirts. That's our new merch. There is talk that it has been co-opted by the far right. Okay. So what? Well, good. Let the, let those fucking whack jobs with the red the, hats the, on. The, no whack jobs. Are you that. serious? Very yeah. nice, Elliot. Thank you. After some far right public figures, including Paul Joseph Watson, promoted the campaign. Who's that? <laughs> you don't know PJW? Let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. For, for, I don't want to. I like to meet him in the octagon. Is what I like. <laughs> They're going to abstain, and then in December, fill their red hats full of jizz. That's what's going to happen. This isn't good for anybody. No. I don't no. see it as I don't see the upside. There's no upside. No. As, again, it's not. It's not good for you. You got to get that out. That's a toxin. That's the devil's toxin. <laughs> you got to get that out of your body. You got to get that poison out. Mm-hmm. It's poison. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> and it's, also, it seems like an exercise in self-flagellation. Like, uh-huh. to not you. You know, you can't have the the one thing that really is fun yeah. and special. You can't right. have it now. Can't have it. And it's all self-induced. What? Yeah. Well, I'm not. I am not participating, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my buffalo helmet? I fired this guy up. <laughs> you left it in the hall. I believe. Thank you. I'm gonna go, give me a second. I'll be right back. We were for the rest of the program. Uh, all right, let's take a break so we all have a chance to go jerk it, and then uh, just just to just to show them who's boss. Yeah, that's right. They're, right? They got no hold over me. They're and right. I will prove it. <laughs> in fact, Gary, go across the street. Let's get the other officers involved. Let's get everybody in the building involved. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a giant circle. My protest is starting right now on Moore Park Road. Uh, I'm in. All right. All right. We'll be back right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Rob Riggle's on Instagram, at Rob Riggle. Also, you can go to robriggle.com to get more info about where he might be doing things. And uh, I don't know if he's really performing live anymore. He used to do a lot of improv at the UCB, which was fun stuff. But uh, you can check out his new podcast, Riggle's Picks. launches next week, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It re- I should say it relaunches next week. Uh, on the 16th um, but uh, there's some old episodes of, from before the pandemic if you want to go back and listen to that stuff too that's great so check out Rob Riggle Rick Riggle's Picks wherever you get podcasts uh, Jimmy Pardo is uh, part of Never Not Funny and Never Not Funny is doing their quarterly game night it says here on the 9th of uh, November that's Thursday so the day this episode comes out roughly uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time if you're in tier 3 or higher you can join us for the game night we're going to play um, 
I want to say Pictionary, but no, it's called the it's called Drawful, and we're gonna do that in the Zoom room, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to NeverNotFunny.com to join that. And then uh, Jimmy's hosting Pop Cultured at the UCB Theater on the 11th. That is the Saturday, I believe. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, John Ross Bowie, Janet Varney. And I think there might be someone new. Uh, I think John Hamm is not available. So, uh, so just check that out if you are uh, if you don't already have your tickets and get your tickets because it's going to be a great show. And then um, the 15th of December, Jimmy's doing his virtual flappers uh, show that he does every holiday season. That is in a Zoom room, too. So you can be anywhere in the world and join that. Just go to flapperscomedy.com to get tickets to that. And uh, all the other stuff for Jimmy is always at jimmypardo.com. You can just click his tour link and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is you, you know this. Uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In I, the, in I the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-mean Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah, It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where... I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you. We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a Factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your Factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over thirty-five different meals, more than sixty add-ons to choose from every week. Various different. You know, look if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got uh, they they had lobster the other day. Oh my god! Yeah, they got all this all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo five zero. Use code pardo five zero to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. Right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind 
Yeah. Well, as much as you rave about it, you don't want to know. About I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the the results. Right. That's what I want. And and also, I don't know if we, illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. 3311. 3311. The award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. My son, by the way, over the weekend made, uh, uh, we were uh, at a farmer's market or whatever, and it was the award-winning, I'll make something up so I'm not hurting, it'll be cornmeal. Mm-hmm. And then very, very small, you know, uh, uh, Daily Southtown Economist, 1978. <laughs> it's like, well, you're really hanging on to that. And uh, so Oliver was making fun of that. And I was like, Son, we won a podcast. Won an award in nineteen. Uh, no, what are we? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. And I still call it the award winning podcast. <laughs> well, you should. And then he goes, "Well, you should, Dad." Yeah, yeah. You should. That's because it's legit. Yeah, that's yeah. legit. By the way, when you take your son to these farmers markets, yes, do you receive protest of any kind, like sulking or pouting? Or any kind of resistance? Not, not at those. Because what uh, we we just came. He from embraces breakfast. it. We came, not, we came from breakfast, <laughs> and then hey, let's take a walk to the farmers market just to walk after breakfast. Okay. And then there's some pita chips there that my wife and he like. So there's no resistance because they he knows they're going to get these pita chips. All right, so it snack, sounds to me like a, your kids don't like it. There's a snack reward of some <laughs> sort. Well, he's not Pavlov's dogs. I mean, he, uh, he, sounds like it. <laughs> By the way, pita chips, the, the healthiest snack imaginable. Like the, yeah, that's, that's how good your kid is. Yeah. Like, he'll sounds go to like farmers. there's some like, good things going on over yeah. there. He's a good kid. Yeah, does he's he a good care kid. like carob chip cookies instead of chocolate chip cookies? And <laughs> he is he a health nut? No, okay. no, no, no. But he's not a big sweets guy. Uh, yeah. Just just by just you know, I, I probably just rebel against his dad and all the junk I eat. I got to see. I'm a, I'm so, a, I'm a, I'm in a tricky situation. What's up? My boy, I love him to death. He's got the he's great manners, great kid. You know, I have no issues other than the fact that hey, you want to go to the beach? Hey, you want to come with me to run these errands? Hey, let's spend some time together. <gasps> it's like I've put <laughs> two hundred thousand pounds of weight on his shoulders, and he's just he's crushed by it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? You don't want to just go do this really fun thing? <laughs> with me. Yeah, with me. Just you and me, bud. We'll hang out. I'll throw in a special treat. I don't know. Fuck. You <laughs> right. know, a milkshake or something. I don't care. Oh, God. You don't. Oh, Dad. I don't know. Oh, oh. And it's really, it just comes out of his phone and his goddamn computer, the games and all that stuff. You that know? beat, that wins. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's that thing where I'm like, get up, get in the car. You know, like you're going <laughs> to suffer through this. Right. So I did, I did a play reading up in Santa Barbara. Uh, called War Words. It was for homeless veterans and all. It was a great thing, right? But I was like, you're in. You're in for the weekend. You're coming with me. We're going up. Right. You would have thought. Santa Barbara. Beautiful. Santa Barbara. The weekend last week was gorgeous. The weather was fine. You know, everything. You would have thought I had taken him to uh, Siberia to a gulag. You know, it was was like the worst thing I could have ever done. And I get it. You know, he's 15 and he had to sit through this play reading, you know, on Saturday night. And he was probably like, was it a serious? It sounds like a serious. Yeah, it was it was kind of heavy, you know, but so I I empathize. I'm like, great. I get it. That part. No problem. But there's a whole big, you know, there's many, many hours. A beautiful beach. Everything. There's so much. Bicycle on the beach. Anything, kiddo. Anything. Right. You know, <laughs> so I got to figure out a way to crack that code, hmm. because if I lean right, if I, yeah, I, then I, you're, you're you're going, 
then it's you know heavy handed. Yeah. And I if I let it, and if I let it go, if I leave him to his own devices, he ain't going. He ain't going. Yeah. So it's you know, and then I try to entice him, and I, yeah, and then you get to a place where you're like, I'm not doing this. It's too much heavy lifting. Like, get up, get because my I didn't have choices. Right. Dad right. came out and was like, you're raking the leaves. Let's go. Yeah. Guess what? I was raking the leaves. You know, and listening to the ball game on the transistor radio, and right. that's what we did. Or it's time to wash the car. Or I got to go down to the hardware store and get this. You're coming with. I guess you know, like that's just the way it was. So I don't know. Maybe I just got to suck it up and I think we let them let them bitch and moan and just take them with. Yeah, me. I think right? that's the way. Because I I remember getting dragged a lot as a kid, oh, like yeah. dragged to things and that I didn't want to do. But now I look back and I'm like, some of them were boring, yeah. and I was right. <laughs> I didn't want yeah. want to do it. And some of them, but are. some of them were cool, and someone was like, oh, I'm I'm glad I had that experience. And I think yeah. I'm with you because what I also remember now, now that I'm thinking about it, and this is all just coming to me, so I am going to do this. I, he's, <laughs> he's getting dragged with me everywhere. <laughs> okay, but I remember. Whether you realize it or not, just through osmosis, I would watch my dad interact. Yes, mm, yes, with the guy at the hardware store, with mm-hmm. other customers, sure. with rude people in traffic. With and you watch and you learn and you observe, mm-hmm. and, and then I learned so much without without a lesson being taught. So yeah. I, that's a I yep. need to. He's coming with me. You're yeah. coming with me, boy. There we go. <laughs> everywhere, we, everywhere we go. So this I, is better, you guys. How much do I owe for this therapy? <laughs> this is good. This it's, is we're going to need three hundred dollars. <laughs> fair enough. I think that's, that's fair. That's right? a bargain. You had a breakthrough. That's a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. So, what? so I am not a parent. So that is first of all the start of oh, what okay. I'm going to say. Here we go. But he does have daddy issues. That's the second thing <laughs> you should know. Yeah. But so is is it is it just leaving his safety of his what he knows, or is it he thinks the things are going to be boring? I, I think he thinks things are going to be boring, or or the video games are just too good. They so are. They're not. Whatever they I'm good. doing is not going to match. A trip to the hardware store is not going to match. And he's right. The video game. The video and he's games not are too good wrong. <laughs> he's not. He's not yeah. necessarily wrong. Yeah. Um, but as these years tick away, and our boys are the same age, as these years tick away, you, I'm getting greedier and greedier and greedier. One hundred percent. Because I, I see it now with my daughter who's in college, and I'm like, well. That one flew the coop. <laughs> yeah. So now, now my poor son has got me on his jock like white on rice. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. I get it. So, so. I, I have two recommendations oh, coming I, from somebody who's I, not a, not okay. a parent. Not a parent. <laughs> Again, Number, not a parent, and he has a heart out. But you go ahead. You go ahead. Get on your fucking soapbox. <laughs> he already had the breakthrough. I mean, I feel like we. we, we yeah, we, he's we already given us the money, dude. <laughs> but I do want to hear what you All what right. you have to say. Yeah. Battlebots in Las Vegas. Oh. And then maybe either drone races or one of the esports events where people go in person. Okay, you're not wrong on this line of thinking. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, really? it's not bad. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying. But my son is into the UFC. He oh, really there you loves go. It. Oh, wow. So whenever I can't get the boy talking, we talk UFC. Mm. And man, I can't shut him up. Okay. And so and then I, I've taken him to a couple fights. He loves it. So okay. so we do have. It's not like we don't bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, like I said, he's a he's a good boy, and mm-hmm. he's. He's um, he's a good kid. It's just I, I'm greedy. I want more time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense. But at the end of the day, he he knows you as an absentee father, so he's trying to understand why all of a sudden yeah. you have an interest. A in passionate it. father <laughs> who's just maybe ill advised. Uh, uh, all right, let's get the uh, let's go around the horde. Garen sucks. Uh, all right, here's the question again, Garen. Presidential pets. Theodore Roosevelt had many interesting pets in the White House, including a one-legged rooster, a badger, a bear, and this animal native to Africa and Asia that was a gift from the emperor of Ethiopia. 
Now, before I get your answers, Garen, did you have a nice weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went down to uh, Frank and Sons down in uh, City of Industry. Oh, you went uh, there? Yeah. Uh, is it all... F- the last time I went, it was... It, it's a place where they have action figures, and, mm-hmm. and it used to be a bunch of baseball cards and collectible cards, trading cards. The last time I went, it was nothing but Funkos. That's pretty much it. Okay. Like, I remember going before and there was at least a row of comic book sellers right now there's like three yeah and then some of the funko booths just have random books that they've somehow gotten or selling Hmm. but it's a lot of it's a lot of that it's a lot of funko yeah was there anybody there uh, they all they will also occasionally have a baseball player or a wrestler or somebody uh from uh, a cw show signing autographs was there any of that don't believe there was okay no not that did you see frank (laughs) <laughs> no, but his sons were walking around. You saw the sons. The sons were out there. <laughs> you know, I assume they were them. They did you buy like, anything? I got. What did I buy? I don't know. Funkos. I bought a Funko. Oh, the Halloween. Um, well, I actually went to Hot Topic nearby to get this one, which is at the Pointe Hills Mall, which is where they shot Back to the Future. Oh. Didn't know that until we got there. So that was pretty cool to see the Twin Pines sign. That oh, that's fun. Buy. But that mall is dead. All malls are it dead. It is. We talk about that. Well, that movie, that movie was made in '85. It's you know. <laughs> yeah, but they go back to the future, so it, it's confusing to Gary. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. know what year he's in when he goes yeah. to that mall. Could be '55. Yeah. Could be '2015. Yeah. It, it feels like all of those years when you walk in. Just the one whole wing of it is just boarded over. Yeah. Oh, sad. Wash. And we, my friend Eric, who was with me, he asked about it, and she said that the guy raised the rent so much because he wanted to turn it all into condos. Or a oh. par- high level. Oh, so he wants them. To so leave. he wanted everybody out. Hmm. And he wants out of the brick and mortar business. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they can't do that. It's a historical landmark. So he because of the movie. That. Yeah. No. Really? For real. Yep. Oh, but what he, a terrible break for that property <laughs> Why owner. Why did he yep. research that before he raised all the rents? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good question. But couldn't he? Now I don't know anything about malls, but couldn't he make inside make them all little apartments or little condos? And I also I thought for in order to become a historical landmark, <laughs> movies don't qualify because <laughs> yeah. you'd have to shut down half of everywhere. Else movies yeah, 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 if it's a successful movie, what's right. the yeah, what's but the what is Puente Hills? Got? It is Puente Hills. I mean, I'm sure that's not Los Angeles rules. It's just, they have nothing. <laughs> Rob, let them have this. <laughs> they have nothing but this mall. I'm gonna I'm gonna Buffalo head up and head up. <laughs> Free them all. Buffalo head up. <laughs> uh, well, that, I'm glad that Eric asked. Though. That's interesting. Yeah, I was. It was kind of surprising. So now they have all this empty space just sitting there. Well, we might. They might remodel it. We don't know what they're doing. Like, well, they could do the Americana or the Grove. You voted for Caruso. <laughs> uh, what? I, I, don't, I have no end of these. <laughs> I'm thrilled every time one pops in my head. I, I, I literally, I can't be happier that I. Oh, Caruso! Mall. It doesn't look forced. Uh, Garen, what presidential pet do you think uh, Teddy R had? Uh, the thing that first came to mind was monkey. Monkey. And I think monkey. it might not be uh, specific enough. You for mean your it answer. to be? You, you're suggesting that he had a heroin addiction. <laughs> it was on his yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, carried it for a long time. Sure did. That's that's what I took away. You did, <laughs> your takeaway as well, right? That Roosevelt was on the H. He was he was riding a dragon every day. <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> Trying to find that first buzz again. Couldn't do it. He was a maniac, so I wouldn't put it past that guy. He that hit. Have you read the trilogy of his? No. It's, he is the most energetic man ever put on this earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the things that he accomplished and the amount of time he accomplished it. Yeah. It's truly, he's one of the most remarkable humans to ever. Yeah. Do. I don't know enough about it. Oh, you got to start learning about TR. He's, All right, I'll get in. He's amazing. All right. I don't. Uh, amazing. I should tell you this. 
I can't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what that you just told me was fascinating, and, I, and I'll take that. Uh, now I'm going to walk around like I'm an expert. Here's the thing about Roosevelt, <laughs> as if it's all my info. Maybe try Audible. Yeah, about it. Are they a sponsor? Nope. No, thank you. Then. <laughs> Brand loyalty. I like no, this guy. I like it. I like it. No, I'll learn it from a guy learning Spanish on Babbel. That's what I'll do. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so uh, Monkey, it's 106. Yes, go. Uh, so just very quickly uh, for the um, quiz. Yes, give us a, so, uh, I tried to count it all. I didn't get all the way through. Let me tell Rob what happened. So on stage at the Hollywood Bowl on Friday, uh, Paul Stanley said, uh, this is our 26th time playing in Los Angeles. And 26 seems really low to me. So low. Yeah. That's crazy low. Yeah. So that he, could have been done in like four or five years. Right? <laughs> those yeah, first that, few years where they're, where they're hot. They're at right. the whiskey. Yeah, or, come on. Coming up. And, come on. That's so just, what do you got? So I, like I said, I didn't get all the way through it. And I, I wouldn't claim perfect accuracy here. But there were at least 20 that were listed as Los Angeles. Okay. But there are over 50 that are in Costa Mesa or Hollywood or Inglewood. Well, or Costa Mesa, I don't count. Inglewood, I count. That's a you Los wouldn't Angeles. count Costa Mesa because that's not that much further than Irvine. And Hollywood, I count. Hollywood is Los Angeles. Hollywood is Los Angeles. And so is, and so is Inglewood. Inglewood yeah. Right, but yeah. what I'm saying is it, I, I got like 90% through. Okay. I, I didn't get to the early years. There's, I guarantee you there's at least six more right. that are called Los Angeles. Okay. So I think the 26 is just specifically Los Angeles. Wow, what a very specific. Or was it, or was it 26 times at the Hollywood Bowl? No, no, no. He, he, said, he said Los Angeles. And I expected this sentence then and go, Bowl. Yeah. And he didn't. He yeah. said, and they've not played the Bowl. Too. I think this was their first time at the Bowl. I could see them. If they said, this is our 26th appearance at the Bowl, I'd be like, yeah. wow, I, yeah, that's, okay. that's about right. Mm-hmm. But today, in the city? But they were playing arenas. Like, I don't know if they would be at the Bowl. Like, right? At their, at their peak, they would be in, like, uh, well, I mean, I know it's a big venue. They'd be at the forum. They'd be yeah, at the forum. Like, yeah. like four nights at the forum, two right. nights at the forum. So yep. is the, are you putting the show on official protest? <laughs> <laughs> How else do I handle it? Yeah. You have to put it on protest, and you have okay. to write the manager of the band, and you need to demand an explanation. You recommend I contact Doc McGee, <laughs> and I get an explanation. That's not a bad idea. Garen, will you rifle that off for me, please? Because I should tell you this. I and don't lift, type or write. <laughs> don't lift the protest until you get an answer either. Okay. So Stay the show's on. officially under protest Okay, now. show's on protest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Until I get an answer. First right. off, we'll put, on the, we'll put on the website. Okay, they're shows suppo- on protest. They're yeah. supposedly retiring anyway, so I don't know what this is going to accomplish. Well, they've got the big... The, You're trying to shut down the last few shows? The final two shows at okay. Madison Square Garden, which, by the way, don't think I didn't look at <laughs> if there's any tickets available for that. Really? I got caught up on Friday. It was like, you know what? They're New Yorkers originally, right? They're New Yorkers. They're New Yorkers. So yes. playing the garden on your way out the door yeah. as one of the legendary rock bands, that's going to be a special for a couple cool. nights. I think so, too, which yeah. made me think, like, maybe I got to go to that. Yeah. But ticket prices are a little too high for James Arpardo Jr., mm-hmm. and I don't know if I could rationalize that to my wife, because I've already got a planned trip for next year that I'm going to uh, away from my family, a little a little dad time away. Anything you can sell at home? Uh, what you mean? Collectibles? Any, oh, anything of value? Anything yeah, of value I do. You can sell. Yeah, they're just sitting around. And you're like, oh, I got to take this. Uh, sell it? Yeah, I got some Star Trek sitting around that I can <laughs> sell. It, sell it. Sell it. That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe I just tell my wife to mind her fucking business. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe that's a way to go. On I this. don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, you think that's a bad way to go? <laughs> right idea, wrong verbiage. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm learning. Maybe I'm, I'm, just, I'm learning. That's why I'm reaching out, mm-hmm. trying to get some information. All right, what's your guess, dude? Uh, so there's two animals that I think fit yes uh, and i'm going with the one that represents what i believe was his political party i'm going with elephant all right elephant says elliot j hochberg matt that's a good guess um but it just seems unwieldy like do you really would you give someone an elephant like that's so much, you're giving them bear. a job he is wow. okay. he is an emperor yeah i was about to say kings do what kings want to do yeah. i just i went warthog oh. warthog 
Yeah. What in God's name? <laughs> <laughs> that was not the other animal that I had. I hope you didn't bet anything on that. I, mean, so I, bet, like a, I bet the full 25. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> What'd you go with, Rob? All right, so elephant was on my list. Sure. This list of two. Because you, you had mentioned, see, the key to me on yeah. this one was Asia and yeah, Africa. I know. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's so then I was like, good, okay, yeah. well, what, what exists? Elephant popped in and uh, big cats. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Bengal, tigers, tigers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I was thinking tigers. But then I thought royalty. And then when you said Ethiopia, I think yeah, leopards. Yeah. Okay. So I was starting to think leopard. Okay. So I'm really on the fence right now between... Uh, you got a big uh, one. I know. Um, he's already said elephant. He has said it. So I'm going to go ahead and but say... But you could also say it. Then you split the money. And, or then no, it comes down to the bet. If your bet's higher than his, that, and then it comes down to the bet. That's <laughs> yeah. exciting. That is exciting. Imagine well, the adrenaline. I, I did have elephant on top of. Well, then elephant's your answer. Very good. Uh, or if you want to change it, you can change it. But for the love of God, do something. I also don't like that he's getting to choose now after he's heard other things. That's true. No, you wrote your answer down. It's elephant. Wait, but it's also tiger. <laughs> but you put elephant on top. I, elephant. I would prefer he said tiger, so he can go either way as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's why you should say elephant. <laughs> Just to fuck with him. Elephant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Keep going> elephant. <laughs> Guess what I said? Elephant. 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 I oh. also said elephant, okay. only because of the Asia and Africa business. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's good, that's good logic. But that, then the, the, the tigers. Tigers also Asia and Africa. Guys, yeah. Do not also... discount the warthog. Oh, I'm going to discount it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're... I'm going to tell you something. By the way, if it's warthog, I will celebrate by destroying this entire studio. <laughs> no, 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 no. This like, not an real celebration. Oh, yes. It yes. seems like the opposite way to go. No, 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 no. That a big celebration like that? Well, no. Uh, you turn it down. Give me some money or I don't know. I'm smashing that guitar over his head. Oh, come on. I'm smashing that thing over over his head. <laughs> what if he murders murder Gary? I'm going to light this studio on fire. I'm going to, oh my God. All right, Please be Warthog. Let's find out together. All right. Uh, here we go. I'm going to go back to it. Here it is. The answer is. Yeah. A hyena. Say what now? Boo. What kind of king gives please, a hyena? Will you please look at my backup guess? Hyena. Are that you was serious? my other guess. Wow. But I was like, what? A, I even thought Warthog would be a better gift than hyena. Okay. So give me your rationale on yeah. why hyena. Because that's just a random. Because it's like a dog, and I just but like a, that's kind a of, royal gift from a head of know, state to another head of it. state. Right, that's why I didn't choose well, it. But I was trying to think of what would be in Ethiopia, like what what kind of animal would the, someone royal from boy. Ethiopia have? I was like hyena. I was also just thinking of the Lion King. I was just picking animals <laughs> from the Lion oh, King. You know, that's fair. And uh, and I just thought hyena is sort of you not quite domesticated, but it's basically a dog, so it's not it's not that crazy to give someone as a as a pet. Mm. Whereas elephant is like a crazy thing. Here's the thing. In it's it's something's itching in my head where it might be that those two animals like are on the Ethiopian like crest or something. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah. One of them might be the the official animal or just That's, like lion yeah, is right. for England. Well, let me give you a little, if only there was a way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you a little something I know. Yeah. Uh, the the hyena's name was Bill. Okay. okay. Uh. It lived in the White House with his other animals for a while, but eventually was along with Roosevelt's pet lion, Joe. Donated to the National Zoo. Okay. So there's a little. So uh, this hyena was running around the White House. Well, I'm sure he we had his own enclosure. In a cage yeah. and enclosed. Uh, I, I love the idea that uh, Roosevelt uh, named his uh, pets Bill and Joe. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he went with. Yeah. Well, that's you got to think turn of the century. Different time. They weren't. Yeah. They don't. They weren't. Cody and Biscuit. There was and, no, yeah, you know, there was no whimsy in that man. No. He had not an ounce of whimsy in him. <laughs> that's Joe. That's Bill. Next. And they're like, Miss Roosevelt, do you want to Frank. think about it? No. Bill Move it on. Done. <laughs> Done. That's uh, what I do. I make decisions around here. The President of the United States, for Christ's sake. When I say goes. Big stick. <laughs> right, Bill? Um, 
Uh, all right, now it comes down to the bet. Yeah, because none right. of us got it right. Yeah, yeah. Garen, what'd you bet? Seven. Seven. <sighs> Damn you to hell. What'd you go with? Eight. Eight. I also said eight. Uh, yeah. Matt. Fourteen. Fourteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Garen Cockrell wins the money. Hey. Five dollars. What? Yeah. Hit it. Yeah, I'm going to. Where's my pick? I cannot it. believe. I even wrote down Haina, and then afterwards, when we were still in the break, I was like, yeah. I could just circle this and cross the other one out, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stick with Warthog. <laughs> Well, Warthog, we all mocked you. Yes. Yeah. And Hyena, right now, you'd be $5 richer and we'd all be amazed. You yeah. know what, though? We're here to have fun and laugh, and I, I provided a little joy with my Warthog. Oh, you did, so. didn't he, Rob? <laughs> he did with Warthog. So. You did. I did my job. You did. You you, right. you nailed it. Yeah. Now, Rob, here's what we do. We we pay this out Joker's Wild style. You remember the old game show, Joker's Wild? Yeah. Uh, we pay it out. Garen's going to hold his hand out flat, and we're going to count to five by fives. Okay. So what that means is pretend you're going to go five, 10, 15, 20, sure. but you're going to stop at five. Okay. All right, here we go. And, and five. five. Congratulations, Garen. He needs it. Yeah, I mean, that is I mean, he, that's true. He really does need it. People, look, he doesn't have his headphones on. We can talk about it now. He, he I'm going to give him an extra dollar so they didn't get a coffee next door. It's not a bad idea. Give him something. Yeah. No, but he, he can't even get a coffee. You should, still, you should still break the guitar over his head, though. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give it away. But oh, I'm going to show what he's not looking. I thought we had, I thought he couldn't hear us. He's got his headphones back on, guys. Hey, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Oh, man. Boy, so Garrett, oh, there so Five dollars. <laughs> All right, Rob, the name of the new podcast is Riggles Things. What do you do? <laughs> it's Riggles Picks. Oh, shit. Riggles Picks. Riggles Picks. Uh, uh, we, uh, we haven't... We changed it up. It used to just talk a lot about sports and and games and you know all kinds of fun stuff. Just doing bits. It's Sarah, you know. And right. Now uh, Darren and I, we we do the same thing. We talk about the issues that need to be talked about, which is anything from personal to public. And then we uh, we have great interviews. We we're doing an interview, so we we're bringing in all kinds of fun people now. Great. Um, and uh, November fifteenth, uh, it'll come out wherever you listen to podcasts. It'll, it'll be there. Riggles picks. Um, you can also find it on your social medias under Riggle Picks, uh, Riggles Picks. Uh, Travis Kelsey, tied in for the Chiefs, who's dating. Is he, is he he's dating some sort of celebrity? I'm told. Oh, heard yes. that he's in a relationship. He's in a relationship right now. Uh, he's he'll be our first guest. Oh, oh wow, fun! That's nice. a so, get. Yeah, so we're very excited, and uh, it's going to be a good time. And and I've been fortunate enough to have some really fun people come on, come on already, and we've already taped them, and you know, so right. we'll get them out there. But cool. it'll be a good time. It's just good times. All right, and again, it, uh, this comes out on the eighth of November, so that comes out next week, fifteenth on the fifteenth. So yeah. everybody uh, go. I mean, look, uh, look. Here's what's going to happen after the end of the show. People are going to on the internet. It's going to be. You know, uh, top five first t- appearance on Never Not Funny. Yeah. That's what that's what's going to happen here. We knew it would be, and that's why we've been trying to book you for about 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do to you that you avoided this for so long? You've done, you've nothing. Had, nothing. You've had I nothing s- but joy since you've been in I here. I swear to God. You look, go back and look at all my emails. They're like, hey, Jimmy. Oh, God, thanks. Yeah, look. Hey, if I could do it here, do it here. It's always scheduling. It literally yeah. is always scheduling. Like, I, I, I even, every day, just so you know, every day from now, until Christmas Day. Yes. Uh, is booked. Between now and Christmas. Christmas wow. Day. Well, we're glad we got you in there. Yeah. So I'm thrilled. This is a yeah. I'm absolutely thrilled. One quick question for Rob. Yes. If uh, is the Are the old episodes of your podcast still available? Yes. So if our fans uh, get this on the day, yeah. you can go and you can uh, sign up for... Get the feed right now. Yeah. Now remember, though, this is this is from three years ago. Sure. The last episode, I think, came out you know in 2019. All right. Okay. Uh, so four years now. Um, so you were joking about some crazy bug that's breaking out in China. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mask? <laughs> That'll never happen in America. Anyway. <laughs> 
So, uh, uh, yes, but that uh, it was a lot of fun and we had a good time doing it. But yes, those episodes should still be out there and uh, it should be available. So, call to action is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks good for having you. me. Good call. Pleasure to have you. You got that heart out. You got to get out and start yelling at the guys on the after a picket line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're mad at those folks. As a, as a, as a member myself, yeah. I should be carrying the signs with them. Uh, uh, you're not getting out there? Of, instead of sitting there. On the hood of my car, mocking them, mocking them. That <laughs> yeah. seems inappropriate and probably wrong. Yeah, but you know what? That just—that's your—that seems to be your bag. That seems to be the way you roll. <laughs> and I do it shirtless, mm-hmm. uh, which adds an element of you know discomfort, awfulness, yeah, and discomfort. Yeah, hey, is that Bert <laughs> Kreischer? No, it's Rob Riggle. <laughs> Either way, put a shirt on. Uh, enough with the sh- Come on, man. Come on. We're protesting here. Great to see that. Uh, yes, Rob. I've been down on the line. Yes, yeah. I, and I, I, I uh, look forward to. Uh, uh, wrapping this thing up. I think it, it, I, <laughs> I, I predict this week I pre- you know I've heard a lot of tale yeah uh, so I, I I'm with you let's hope let's hope let's hope let's hope knock on wood knock on wood Rob thanks for being here thanks for having me hey everybody thanks for listening thanks for subscribing thanks for supporting this program we truly do appreciate it uh, that's it right we got the uh, nothing else everything else we talked about in the plugs mm-hmm. thanks everybody on behalf of the pop culture beast look him over there there's Garen Cockrell behind the video village that's the enlightened one Elliot Hopper the Hunter Matt Belknapper a great friend a new friend new friend of the show old friend now friend of the show Rob Riggle thank you I'm Jimmy Pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast AK47 gone not forgotten Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny, a sag After podcast, is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC. internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get gig speeds powered by fiber from cox it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better download speeds up to one gigabit per second cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply